Here's three great reasons to get the new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G at T-Mobile. One, it's free for both current and new customers when you trade in an eligible device. Two, T-Mobile's the leader in 5G coverage. So three, you can unleash 5G speeds in more places with your new phone. Get the new Galaxy S21 free at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Phone via 24 monthly bill credits plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us. Qualifying credit and consumer plan required. See details at T-Mobile.com. Blog Talk Radio. There's fun for all the
progressive thinking Ghetto speakers, protesters against the colored only section To the genesis the frost mixing The contradiction, the cross, the crucifixion The loss we took for sinning On Easter's back inscription That it was written, that nothing is coincidence They took our leaders and they lynched them Welcome to the Truth to Power show, and my name is Beverly D. And we have Tuckmos with us tonight, also known as Thomas. And we're doing a review of 2019 shows that we've had in the past. And so um, a lot of information is out there that uh, Tuckmos have, and the listeners, the family, uh, in the audience, the round table. A lot of people have brought a lot of information uh, to the forefront. And so we're going to review some of that information that we have heard and learned about in 2019 going into 2020. Greetings, Tuckmos. How are you doing this evening? Can you hear me? Tuckmos? Yes, I can hear can you. Can you hear now. me? Yes, I can hear you. Good, good, good. How are you and your family? Everybody's doing good. Um, everybody's doing good. My daughter comes home tomorrow. So, you know, oh, wow. um, she'll be here. Okay. We're here until after the New Year. So, I'm happy okay. about that. So I, know, I know it. I know you are. But all this mm-hmm. crazy stuff going on. Oh man, I'm glad she's getting out of DC for a little while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. This um, this impeachment. I mean, these Democrats are crazy, man. I mean, they have nothing. I mean, everyone is saying, "Listen, you have nothing," but what they have is the media just pushing their narrative, and it's just it is what it is. So I can't wait for this I to go start... Hmm. Yeah. But I even see the media uh, quieting down. They're not pushing like they was before. You know, they even, um, they questioning, you know, the Democrats. I mean, they even shutting, Trump is shutting the media down. I mean, oh, they're okay. still doing their propaganda, but it's not, mm-hmm. as, it's not as hard as it was. You know how back in the day when you used to see the two, uh, sets of soldiers when they used to fight when they was on the land back in the old days and mm-hmm. one group take over the other group and you could see them getting weak and weaker well that's what this feels like and looks like because I don't see them pushing as hard well you know I don't watch um, the media often the only thing I, if I do watch it I watch um, Fox News 
um, for a little while. You know, I could only watch it but for so long. But I can't watch CNN and MSNBC. I can't. You know, that's just like oh, they have one narrative. So I'm going to have to check it out to see because if the media is starting to, to go the opposite way, that's just meaning that they're trying to cover themselves now because they know that the other shoe's about to drop, you know. Um, so, um, you know, um, it's a lot going on with that. But um, the impeachment, uh, I want it to go all the way to court. I want to see Hunter Biden get put to the stand. I want Joe Biden on the stand. I mean, I want all the players to go, you know, because they've done it sneakily. But I can't, I don't see a scenario where that happens. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's be interesting. I think the president is kind of thinking on the lines that you're thinking. I think he wanted to go all the way, too, because he knows not, there's nothing. They don't have anything. But by going mm-hmm. all the way, it's really going to expose them because they got to get up and testify. And and that's, that's when they I just – I think he wants – I think he, like, want to go all the way. Yeah, that's why I don't see it happening because they're not going to let them testify. <laughs> One <laughs> them go down, they all go down. He like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we gotta quill this all right away. So I, I see this uh, being a quick vote, one vote in the Senate. Maybe he's gonna win that one vote, and then they could save face and say, oh, it was the Senate, the, the Republican Senate did it, and da 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 da. That's what I see happening. But um, other you know people see it other ways, you know. So it's interesting. Well, that's what CNN's saying already. They already saying mm-hmm. that they're going to, you know, and, and Trump always go in the opposite direction when they think that he's going one way, he always go another way. So, like you say, this you is going to be split. interesting. This is chess move here, so we're going to see what the move's going to be. Chess moves as always. I saw an article mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, okay. It was like 10 players or 12 players from the former National Football League players, NFL players, who were caught in an insurance scandal um, taking $3.5 million from uh, various fake insurance claims that they put against the player uh, association and retirement fund. And um, I said, wow, this is crazy. Uh, Now... (laughs) It actually was a smart idea um, uh, up into um, a certain point. Now, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I'm talking to my wife real quick. Uh, either way, um, up until a certain point now, they had these brothers. They, they, they retired football players. So, of course, when you retire from football, you got all kinds of long-term injuries, Um um, be it, you know, sore knees, sore ankles, um, you know, you taking abuse every game, you know, got to mm-hmm. practice all week. Um, some of these guys can't walk again when they're finished, um, have to have major surgeries because, you know, they just played through a lot of pain their whole career and it was something torn or ripped or broken permanently and they're, they're done. So they came up after all these years of the players fighting for it, they came up with this program where, the players would get long-term health insurance provided by the NFL, and uh, it can't exceed $3.5 uh, $3. million or something like that 
So three hundred fifty thousand, up to three hundred fifty thousand dollars, you can um, and you know, take this insurance policy and buy things that will help you for your long term um, progression through whatever injury you might have had, which is pretty good. So let's just say I have a sore knee that's going to be sore forever, and I had several surgeries on it. I could buy a machine that you know that might cost you know twenty thousand dollars. Um, but I could buy it now because I could use this fund and get this machine and have it in my house and use it on my knee so that way I feel, you know, better, things like that. But these dudes, uh, they was buying um, horse, horse um, electromagnetic machines. They was buying women's sonogram machines. They was buying the most expensive medical equipment you could buy, and either they were flipping it or they was um, – <laughs> It's stuff that you wouldn't need. It's like, yo, y'all, were, y'all, were y'all that dumb that you would go and buy a horse electromagnetic machine? For what? You, you, you know what I'm saying? For your body? Like, unbelievable, bad. But either way, these brothers got caught um, juicing the system. And uh, these 10 former NFL players, the biggest name was a brother named Quentin Portis, who was a pretty good running back. I mean, he, I would have... Um, you know, he was just the biggest name of the bunch. One thing I do know is that football players get they get the raw end of the stick when it comes down to getting paid. Um, when you play professional basketball, you get guaranteed money. Whatever you sign for, that's what you get. No matter what happens, once you sign that contract, that's your money. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing in baseball, hockey. Um, but in football, they came up with this system, and it's like a it's like a co-slave mentality system. Okay, so let's just say um, you're gonna sign for ninety million dollars, five year contract. What the what the owners do is they could give you a signing bonus, so they'll give you forty million dollars right now. Sign up, sign the contract. That's your forty million dollars signing bonus. The other fifty million. That's that's up to them whether they pay you that. You know what I'm saying? It's, if you if after two seasons they don't want you, they get rid of you. They don't owe you nothing. You know, so you don't get your whole contract because you took the signing bonus. And um, you know, it's, to me, it's just the most backward system. But a lot of these players, they they sign, a, you know, a fifty million dollar contract, get the seventeen million dollar signing bonus. They signed a contract. They got $17 million. They on TV smiling. And then they don't see nowhere near the $50 million they signed for. They might have just got $25 million out of that contract. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when they retire, they don't have the type of funds that baseball and basketball players have. You know, they don't have the um, – they don't retire with hundreds of millions of dollars like Kobe and, and Michael, you know, and, and stuff like right. that. They retire – they retire rich, um, but they still got to work, you know what I'm saying, to maintain themselves. Or they, you know, if they lucky enough to get a commentating job or, you know, uh, become a coach at their old school or something like that, they lucky, you know. It's not the same money. So a lot of these players um, don't have this type of money where you say, oh, these, these um, athletes are rich. Not football players. You know, they, they, might, they might be richer than us. 
but they not rich by a long shot. You know, their money's going to go. They don't have that long-term wealth. So um, I can see these players doing this scandal, and uh, it's unfortunate, but they, from what I read, this looks like um, fraud, insurance fraud, conspiracy to commit fraud. Um, it's the Fed, so, you know, it's pretty much a wrap. So, they, they going down. well, now this, this insurance fund, was this just one fund for all the players, or did each player have their own insurance policy? Each one has an insurance policy where they could, um, it's up to um, $350,000, the insurance policy. So how, so that's how so much. How come they mm-hmm. just? How come they didn't liquidate it? Well, I think what they did, Bev, to liquidate it, they went out and purchased equipment um, that that they were able to purchase using these these um this medical insurance. But it's not equipment that a man would need. You're buying a women's uh, sonogram machines and um women's uh electromag. Well, you know that that. I guess that's the sonogram, or they're buying um horse, horse um electromagnetic machines. They're just trying to get the most expensive products they could buy, so they could flip it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they can liquidate mm-hmm. it instead of them buying stuff mm-hmm. that looks like a normal person would use this. <laughs> you buy stuff that a insurance agent's going to look at, like, why would a man need a, a horse electromagnetic machine? What's, he's not a racehorse. You know what I'm saying? That This will kill him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to look into this, and then you go and do an investigation, and none of this stuff that they purchase for their health is at their homes. Um, they done sold it, and, you know, you pretty much got a case on them, insurance for it, um, mm-hmm. you know. And it's something so simple, I could just see them just thinking this is nothing, you know. And they caught out there, you know, and they're going to have to do probably no less than 10 years for this. I mean, this this is Bernie Madoff stuff right here. This is dealing with um that type of fraud, conspiracy, racketeering. Well, like, I all, mean, all they, could get, they could get out of it. They just got to know what to do. They could have did, did the insurance thing better than that. They just didn't know what they mm-hmm. were doing. So it's a, it's a way out. They don't have to do the time, but they just got to get. And this is a good opportunity for somebody that's into investment and economics and things like that to grab hold to these guys and show them how to invest their money, make their money grow. Since that group is the group that comes out on the losing end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. And, um, you know, a lot of these guys, they don't use um, very good judgment. You know, you got to think of, you know, for them to get to that, level where they were at playing football, they wanted the best 100 people at that position in the world. You know, they've been treated like royalty their whole life because they could play football good. You know what I'm saying? They was the man in high school, college. If you were in the NFL, you was good at football your whole life. You know, so um, they they trusted a lot of people they shouldn't have that invested the their money yeah, that's what happens. I mean, the stories, ESPN did a whole documentary on this, and 
Not just the black mm-hmm. players either. You know, mm-hmm. white players. I mean, I wonder, man, what was the dude's name? He was a uh, he gonna pro- Kurt Schilling, the, the pitcher, Kurt Schilling. And, I mean, white boy could pitch, you know, was making, signing $100 million contracts, man, and just got burnt. You know, put his money into um, stuff that was straight up hoax. You know, he signed and he was caught holding the bag and paying for lawyers. And, you know, that's how they get you. Or even Tim Duncan, the Hall of Fame basketball player, um, and Kevin Garnett both had the same person investing their money who worked for a reputable accounting firm. He comes to them, he's their accountant, saying, listen, man, y'all got all this money. I got these projects I'm, I'm, my friend is working with, you know, building houses. One of them put $77 million into it. Gone. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's how you lose your money. And, um, you know, not being – and then thinking, this is my accountant, you know. <laughs> Everything looks good, you know, and just don't look that, you know, things don't turn out that way. Uh, the better, right. the, the more money you got, the better the kind people are that's going to come try to get you. <laughs> you know, you, you get kind now that you got a little bit of money in the hood, but you think about having a few million dollars, the sophistication of the um, people that's going to come and try to um, get your money from you legally, you know, and leave you holding the bag on um, investing in some ice cream parlors. In the middle of Alaska, like nobody eats ice cream. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're just gonna be done. Um, so I just feel bad for those brothers because I can see them, um, just doing this, thinking, "Hey, this ain't gonna catch up to me," and just seeing the feds come knocking on their door. It's like, oh shoot, you know that 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 had to be a wake up call for them. Um, MLB. Uh, I'm going to talk about sports for a second here. So, that was football. I'm going to go through the gauntlet. It's going to be real quick. Mm-hmm. MLB means um, Major League Baseball. Okay, so that's the name of that league. That with the Yankees and the Mets and the Dodgers and all of them playing Major League Baseball, MLB. They came out with a rule today that they're no longer drug testing the players for marijuana. So, I thought this was interesting. Um, that they're the first league to not test players publicly, not test players for marijuana use. Um, They're going to test them for cocaine and heroin, opioids, and everything else, but just not for weed. So I said, wow, you know, this is showing that the U.S. is moving toward legalization. This is the great American ball game. You know, um, I I personally, I don't like baseball, Bev. I, I just don't like it. Um, because I I feel like we had our own baseball league. We was we was better than these white boys in baseball, and we sold our baseball league, and we don't got nothing now. And then we got the Mexicans and the Puerto Ricans playing baseball. You don't even see black people out there. I don't even understand what they be talking about in the press interviews. Like, oh man, it's terrible, Beth. So I don't watch mm-hmm. baseball for that reason, you know. Um, up here in, in New York, they have a history of this. Whenever they knock down a baseball field, you know what they put on top of where the baseball field was? What's that? Projects, right? So they put 
where the Dodgers used to play in Brooklyn is a huge housing project, so they call Ebbett Field Projects. You know, Ebbett Field Houses. You know, over here where the New York Giants used to play baseball with Willie Mays in Harlem, um, the New York Giants field, which was called the Polo Grounds, now it's the Polo Ground Towers. That's the projects, you know what I'm saying? Four, four towers, about 1,500 residents in each tower, you know, 30-something floors each. Um, then if you go um, even up to where the New York Cubans used to play, and this was a black-owned baseball team used to have sell out every game. New York Cubans, they used to play up in what we call Dykeman. It's uptown, way, way uptown Manhattan in the 200 streets. You know what I'm saying? Known for their known for their purple haze. That's where that whole area is a weed area. That's what they do. Um, but Dykeman Avenue up there, they got um, Dykeman houses now on top of the field that we used to own. Black people owned that field. They owned that team. That team would have beat the Yankees, would have beat any white-owned team. And for some reason, Jackie Robinson signs a contract to go play with the white boys, and that just ended our, you know, whole thing, you know. But we could go play with the white boys. Why are we going to sign a contract to play here? And you know how that goes, you know. So that's pretty much what happened with that. So, yeah, I don't watch baseball, but either way, they stopped testing for weed, and I thought that was interesting. So that shows that the country is moving more toward legalization. Uh, it's a known fact that in the NBA, they don't test for weed, uh, but it's not public, you know. But um, you know, one of the players. But is, um, it, is, isn't that going to affect? The play, isn't that going to affect the game? Because, I mean, if you're putting any kind of substance in your body, I mean, we, you know, it kind of slow you down. So how are you going to be on top of your game and you have weed in it? Yeah, well, um, like I was saying, the, the basketball, uh, and basketball is a known, uh, unknown fact that everyone knows that they don't test for marijuana. They test for every other drug but marijuana. Um, and, and in the 80s, during the Michael Jordan era, Michael Jordan and all of them had positive drug tests with marijuana. It didn't stop how good they were. Uh, they said over oh, 80% okay. of the players was getting high. So they don't test for it. But baseball is just mm. the first ones to come out and publicly say we're not going to test for it. The NBA doesn't publicly say they're not testing for it. However, the the old commissioner said it in an interview that they don't test, they don't they don't look at those tests as anything that's going to affect the player, you know, something like that. Just be real smart. But baseball bad had the perfect drug, in my opinion, the perfect drug. It was called HGH. You remember that scandal, the HGH scandal, the human growth no. hormone where the you know, it's called HGH means human growth hormone. So you would take this okay. this human growth hormone, and the players was knocking out seventy home runs. It was Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds, okay. and then, yeah, yeah. It was a whole scandal about them taking steroids. Well, it, it wasn't steroids. It was this thing called human growth That's hormone. Yeah. And and when you take it, what you do is you work out. It's gonna make your workout so much better. You're going to lift more weights. You're going to be a little quicker, a little faster. Mm. So it's just going to make you 
better player when you get out there because your your workout and your your strength right. and everything goes up. But um, that was the perfect drug, man. That was the best seasons in baseball history, man. They was knocking out seventy homers. The the stairs was full. The people were going crazy. Everyone was hitting the ball, and then they banned it because. And it was cool up until the black dude did it. Once Barry Bonds knocked out seventy seven homers. They was like, we got to ban it. It was cool when the white boy did it. Mark McGuire knocked out mm-hmm. 71 or something. But once they said, oh, no, nah, if these niggas is taking it, uh-uh. They already better than us. Good Lord, we doing, we only taking it to catch up to them. And, um, you know, but either way, they should have just kept it. Well, to me, it seemed like they could, it, it seemed mm-hmm. like that they can put it in the weed since they're able to smoke weed now so they can lace it. You know, people lace lace weed with different stuff, so maybe they can, that's an avenue for them to lace the weed with. Yeah, well, maybe that's the, that's what we need to figure out a way to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, as we just came up with a business idea, man. You know, you gave us um, performance enhancing weed. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that that would be interesting. Um, and also, you know, being that it's 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 um, a lot of people use it for medicinal purposes. Uh, they get medical marijuana cards. They're rubbing the C the CBD oil on them. It kind of like you know saying, oh, this is going to help the players. That's what, that's the way they're trying to position it. Um, mm-hmm. um, NBA. Um, now, I've been saying this for years, and I think this year is finally starting to really cool itself. You got this white boy named Luka Donnick, simple white boy, could play ball. I watch him play. He's a good player, but he's putting up unbelievable numbers, breaking everybody's records. Simple white boy. But, see, the NBA over the last 10 to 20 years They've slowed the game down. Ever since they went to that Dream Team Olympics and they beat the heck out of them white countries so bad, you know, they was doing 360 between the leg dunks on these white boys and stuff. They said, how are we going to, how are we ever going to get white people back in the NBA? So they figured out a way to do it. They slowed the game down. So first thing they did was they added another shot clock. It used to be Better. We used to watch basketball, and it will be three, two, one, game over. That was it. But they put this other little clock there. So between three and two, it's these little other clock, little seconds that tick down. You know what I'm saying? And this makes that three just last a little bit longer. And then the two lasts a little bit longer. You know, it's 3.2 seconds left. It's 2.8 seconds. Right. It's like... It's supposed to be two seconds left. It ain't supposed to be 2.8. Slowed the game down. One of the things they did, because by slowing the game down, they allowed slow people to play the game, right? And then what they did uh-huh. was they um they made the game. They they and that's why they brought this guy over. You probably say this coach terrible wins. Can't win a championship named Mike D'Antoni. He's, well, his job was to come in and provide a whole new way of play that 
benefits the European players because he's from Europe. You know, he's from Italy. He was the Michael Jordan of Italy, the white boy. You know, he only about six foot tall. I mean, he he would he couldn't make it in the NBA. That's why he stayed in Italy. You know what I'm saying? So when he comes out with this style of offense where all you do is shoot three-pointers, you know, and try to get dunks. There's nothing in between. There's no post-game. There's no mid-range game where is you know, with guys who can just shoot jump shots, close range and stuff like that. All that's taken away. You take those shots, you'll be on the bench. You're out there to shoot three-pointers and dunk, okay? So that's it. So, of course, slowing the game down and making it all about shooting who does that benefit? Slow people who can shoot. Okay, and I'm not going to say what kind of people these, these describe. Y'all already saw the movie named White Men Can't Jump. Okay, they can't. They can shoot the ball. They're slow. You know, but this benefits them. It doesn't benefit a guy who could play at a high rate of athleticism. That, that That's out the box now. You know what I'm saying? Um, and also, another thing they do so, so is they what take you a, say, So what you're saying is that a person can't address, address, uh, adjust to change. Yeah, see, the people that this, can adjust I mean, to the change. Like, mm-hmm. Just like boxing. Don't, don't, when a guy got a box, a person, don't he look at his style, his movement? Don't he watch how, and he adjust his fight or or how the other place, I mean, you got to adjust. The thing about um, shooting basketball is mm-hmm. if you can't do it, you just can't do it. Now, you people that couldn't shoot from a long distance, like like let's just say, um, let's take the, the person regarded as the greatest basketball player, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan had 50-point games. He didn't shoot one three-pointer because he, he couldn't hit a three-pointer. He wasn't a shooter. Now you're telling me that in today's game, um, yeah, well, he, I'm sure he practiced it, but certain people, Bev, when I grew up and we went to the park, okay. first time playing ball, they shot the ball and they could shoot. That was just, they could shoot. I couldn't shoot. That was I was bigger than everybody else. So, you know, I would go out there, I'll practice, but they were already just able to shoot. And I was able to score inside because I was bigger than everybody else. So that's where I focused my style of play to be an inside player. You know what I'm saying? I could, I'm six foot five. I could post you up. I could hook with the left hand, the right hand. I, you know, going out there and, and dribbling and shooting the ball, that's for them. You know what I'm saying? But by them slowing the game down and making it all about shooting, it benefits people. It, it limits it limits the pool of play. I understand what you're saying. The brothers have to adjust, but uh, they change the but game to get rid of brothers. To get the ball, but don't but don't they have to get the ball to the shooter? So I mean, if you mm-hmm. fast and you can dribble and do all that, then you just get the ball to that person so they can shoot. You still yeah, gonna get paid. The, it don't matter who shoots. Mm-hmm. And those are the black players now that's going to be able to thrive in the future. And the NBA will be the guard, the point guards, um, quick guards who could get off the ball, could dribble the ball, could get the ball, kick the ball out to the white players. 
Um, it's not going to be a game where everybody's playing together anymore. You know, it's, it's, it's strictly been changed to allow a bunch of Europeans to come in and play. And you have a European, this guy, I mean, Bez, this guy three years ago, I mean, 10 years ago with the Wolves, he wouldn't be averaging a triple-double. Like, it's, it's you know, the, the numbers he's putting up, and he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. You know, uh, we've had better white players. But, you know, the Wolves, if, if Larry Bird played with today's Wolves, he would have averaged 40, 50 points a game. You know, I mean, this this was built for him to play in. You know, it was it, – they changed the game, um, with, you know, and even in college now, watching in high school, the, see, the, um, the fundamentals of the game is to learn how to play everywhere. But now all the kids are at the playground, they just pulling up from three-point range, shooting the ball. It's like, wow, you know, nobody's trying to get to the basket. You know, it, it's it's a totally different game. It's, and they understood so that in order for them the to Yeah, they, they had to change their game to fit, you know, exactly. to make it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I'm just bringing attention to the fact that they changing the game. So, uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, last part on sports. Well, um, you got the NCAA. That means National Collegiate Athletic Association. So that's your uh, – College football, your college basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever college sports, this organization is in charge of it. Um, one of the rules they had is that all college sports are amateur sports. And being that it's an amateur sport, you cannot get paid to play the game. So um, for years now, uh, players have struggled in college, coming from the poorest areas, you know, had somebody come and recruit them to go to this college, and they're on campus with all these people with money, and they're there broke, and if they're great in playing the game, if anyone gives them money, they could get in trouble, so no one can even give them money. You know, it's all these rules around them having nothing. So um, the NCAA recently um, came up with a rule saying that the players will be able to make money. So I thought this was good. It was also interesting because last year the NCAA said they was going to invoke the 13th Amendment to prove their point in case against this, in court against this um, claim that they should be playing the players. But they just settled out and just allowed, came up with the rule change. But the 13th Amendment wouldn't apply to us anyway. They would have had to uh, invoke the Civil Rights Act. That's why they did not want to go forward with that in court. So they just let that go. Uh, but either way, the players is going to get uh, be able to get paid. A huge reason why I think they're going to be able to get paid, Bev, is because of social media. Uh, if I'm a mm-hmm. good college basketball player and I have um, a mass millions of followers on YouTube and Facebook and all this stuff, and you're going to tell me I can't get paid for that? You know what I'm saying? You know, like, I'm not doing anything to make that money, just just living my life, you know, and, and, and you know, because, um, you know, social media, um, the way that you use it to get paid, it's like um, the Kardashians doing stuff. You have to live your life like a reality show. You know, you go out to eat, you're going to, 
you know, take pictures of who's with you, everything around you, a few selfies, like your food, you know, you get into the car, you go, you go take pictures of the dashboard. You're living your life like a, a, like a reality show, and that's what a lot of these um, college players started doing. And, of course, when based off of the amount of views or followers you get, you get paid on social media. So um, they couldn't stop that money. You know, it, that, um, that has nothing to do with um, amateur sports. You know, that's just them living their lives, you know. So I think this is the huge reason to why. Me, mm-hmm. To me, that was a chess move, you know. Cause when you look at life as a chess game, people make moves on you, you make a move. That was a chess move to me. That was good. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Um, yeah, social media. You know, a guy like um, um, Zion Williamson, you know, might have 1.3 million people in his Twitter, may have 20 20 million people following him on Instagram. You know, of course he's going to be, you know, someone that Twitter and Instagram are going to pay to stay on their platforms because he's bringing people to them, you know. So, yeah, chess move and, um, you know, I'm waiting for the rappers to make the chess move better. Because I see them do, they sign these stupid contracts. They get put into this position where they don't own their publishing. And to me, I, I already figured out how they could keep their publishing. I'm just waiting for one of them to do what I what I see as common sense. If I rap and I got an album coming out, then I'm going to put out a book of lyrics. But every lyric I'm going to rap on that album is going to be in that book. And I'm going to put that book out and publish it myself. And then when that music drops, all them lyrics go out of the publishing of that book. They can't do nothing with that. You know what I'm saying? They, uh, it don't matter that I did it under your beat, your studio, those words. I already published them. They're already copywritten. You can't say you can't use those words other, only other than me. You get what I'm saying, but I'm waiting yeah. for them to make now, that chess move. Yes, yeah, that's thinking outside of the box. That's what we got to mm-hmm. do. Yeah, yeah, because if you, if the record company plays that song and don't pay me, then that's plagiarism. I take them to mm-hmm. court for plagiarism. Those words is in my book. I wrote them that way. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you got a contract, yeah, but this supersedes that. Um, you know, yeah. Chess move, Dev. I think that would be a move I would like to see the rappers start to do. Um, right. Put it out in the book first. And, um, you know, you'll get it in. Um, but, of course, I saw in basketball this week, right? Uh, Might have been mm-hmm. last week. The guy went for a dunk. The ball went through the basket, then it spent around and came back up, but it, 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 it counted already, and they waved it off, and they didn't replay it, and it didn't count, and it costed the team the game. And I said, man, that's cheating. I, I don't care how and – and it happened. The team that I like called the San Antonio Spurs, they won the game because of this, and, but I still felt like – they cheated, you know what I'm saying? I was cheating, and I wonder if the referees was in on this, you know, because we already had an NBA referee, um, Tim McLemy, come out and write a book, and he was paid um quite handsomely 
not to reveal everything that was in the original copy of the book. He, the NBA went through with it, edited it, and gave him like $30 million to this is the book you put out. But he was going to talk about how they would cheat the games back in the days, you know, the, the yeah. everybody was in on it, you know, yeah. the players, the refs, and, um, yeah. you know, and the owners, you know, all the way up to the coach. And, you know, everybody yeah. was making money off of that. So, um, yeah. Also, on um, baseball, you know, that's not a game cheat proof. Um, we already talked about the steroids, but um, back in, I think, what, 1918, the Jewish Mafia, a uh, dude by the name of Arnold Wolfstein, he took, um, he, he had what you call the Black Sox scandal, where he cheated the World Series. Um, because it became called the Black Sox scandal. People could look that up, but it's about this um, Jewish gangster named Arnold Wolfstein. He's the one who um, who had that whole scandal where he set up the, who was going to win the World Series so he could bet on them and win a lot of money for him and his consortium, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, sports is big gambling money. Um, if you watch um, ESPN, they always show you the odds when they say, oh, such and such is playing such and such, da 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 then they'll have negative two, something next to the, you see, they're showing you the, the bet, the odds right there. You know, it's, this is all about money, um, people betting on it. Yep. Everything um, that they do, everything that is done is all done with, is all about the bottom line. It's all about money. That's how they operate. That's now. It's all about the remember money, money, money. Remember you were money. saying about the game? Right. Remember how you were saying we got to be, be part of the game? Uh, remember you did mm-hmm. a show about the, uh, and that's, that, you were correct with that. In the game theory, yes, ma'am. Got to be. Yes, yes. Got, mm-hmm. And what what the catch to that is, and um, from further researching it, the we don't have to be on the same team. We don't mm-hmm. have to have the same thoughts, the same ideologies. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, yeah, we don't have to be that. We, we a lot of people say we need to be united. And um, we don't need to be united. We, what we have to have is a unified code. You understand? Certain things that when someone else does it, that's a part of the group, they automatically stand out, and we know they're not a part of our code. You know what I'm saying? We, we, when you see someone operating on code, you know they're a part of your group. They don't even have to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to, you don't have to um, sit there back and inquire. You're not going to get infiltrated if everybody's operating on code because the person that's not operating on code is going to stand out. Um, in the game that the white people call race, white people do not all get along. They don't, they don't, it's a lot of them don't fuck with each other. They'll go to war with each other. Look how many countries is in Europe. Those was all, all the lines was from wars, but they have the same code. You understand? They have the same code. So they, they can stay on code. Um, we haven't figured out that it's a code. We got to break their code. You know, and how you break somebody else's code is create your own. Um, exactly. Once we start operating on code, where I see Bev, I don't have to 
hey, how you doing today, ma'am? Fine, da, 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 da. something happened. That's when she says something. She's on cold. I know she's on cold with me. See, I got her back. You know what I'm saying? We on cold together right now. Everyone else looking around, don't found it. They not on cold with us. You see what's going on. They don't, you know, it's, you know that's how you're going to have to um, function. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, like the birds. I was at the park. All I do at lunchtime, Beth, is they, man, these white people, boy. They put these big machines in my job. And um, I have to fill them up with these nuts. So one one machine you fill up with cashews. The other one I fill up with um, almonds. The other one I fill mm-hmm. up with, um, instead of nuts, you got those goldfish. Them, them, they look like cheese. Oh, yeah. Fish, you know what I'm talking about? Right. Um, yeah, yeah. The other one is pistachios, and then they got wasabi peas. You ever seen these wasabi pea things? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. They call it wasabi peas. No. Either what they hot. I don't, don't ever so. eat, man. Burn your tongue to death. Okay, they hot. Either mm. way, these people come and they they make a cup and they spill it all over the the tray, and I end up throwing all that stuff out at the end of the night when you know I'm making sure the office is mm-hmm. prepared for the next day. Right. So I said I started taking all the nuts and putting them in a bag. And when I go eat my lunch, I take them with me and I feed the birds. You know what I'm saying? Cause okay. I eat my lunch. Okay. I don't want to tell all my business, but I eat my lunch every day in the um, <laughs> in the graveyard. It's a church oh. right across the street. It's a church right across the street from the World Trade Center. It's an old okay. church. And okay. in the church, you got a little graveyard. Like I think Alexander Hamilton's buried there, and Samuel Adams, okay. and you know Astor. But they got little bitches in that park. And only only thing that really goes through there is tourists take pictures of the crypts, you know, the, the, the messed up mm-hmm. graves or whatever. And uh, you could probably mm-hmm. see this church and, and graveyard, like, after 9-11, they hung up all those signs of people looking for their loved ones, you know, all on this defense of this church. You know, you'll see you know, all the people that died in the building, but their families didn't know they would die dead yet, so they went and put their picture right. and looking for John, they, they did it all on this church. Right? I remember so, that. Yeah. All, all I have to say, I take the nuts and stuff there and I feed the birds, alright? So that's what I do on okay. my lunch break, you know. I eat my lunch and, you know, they all come around, you know, and I throw the nuts at them, you know what I'm saying? And they, they sit back mm-hmm. and they eat the Cheez-Its and the nuts. They don't mess with the wasabi peas too much, but Nonetheless, um, birds, all of a sudden, something will happen, and all of them just go the same way real fast. Just fly, take off, like, what mm-hmm. happened? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll all fly around and do something and all end up at another part of the graveyard. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. Because, you know, I, that's how we need to be functioning, like that. Like, something happens. So they don't scatter. Mm-hmm. They don't. Yeah, they, they don't, don't scatter. scatter. Okay. Yeah, if somebody's gathered and they ain't a part of their group, you know, some of them stay. They ain't a part of that group of people that just left. But, you know, that's how our code has to operate where we just know what the other person's doing should be functioning like that, telepathy. You know, if you want code, I know you want code. So we, we together. We don't got to ask questions. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to second guess it, you know, and we don't have to be 
in the same mindset. You could be whatever religion you want to be. You could, you know what I'm saying? You could do whatever you want to do. We only care about where we moving forward to. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, that's that's the key. Um, but, but yeah, because uh, the president just said something like that when he said one thing he have to give uh, the Democrats credit for is they all stick together, and that's kind of like what you saying, you know, like with the birds, they all flew in a group, you know, they didn't scatter. Yeah, and, and that's how we function in in the hood. When we all went somewhere, we went together. When we left, we left together. It was nobody staying behind. It was none of that happening. You had to get if you let you got arrested, and you know we could do. You know what I'm saying? But nah, if somebody fights, we all fight. It ain't no, yo. What happened? No quite second guessing it, yo. You threw a punch, I'm throwing a punch, and we'll figure it out on the way home. What happened? You know what I'm saying? We'll talk about that on the train or something. You know, it's not. Something that you just, you know, I don't know. It's it's just a way of functioning. To me, the the gangs are the only people in our entire community of people that are on code. Because the conscious people, they not on code. They want to sit back and argue over what the code should be. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? It's like, how many debates y'all going to have over... The, who's cold or should it be um, this cold or that cold or who's um, who's God, the woman or the man? Or It's like that's, <laughs> we, we should be sitting down as a think tank and saying, okay, when this happens, this is how we should be functioning. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that's simple stuff, you know. I told my kids, listen, in the event of a disaster, this is where we gonna, I want to see y'all at, right? Because we all going to be right here. This is a place where... It's public, and we can all get to, you know what I'm saying, and you, you prepare, right. you know, but that's part of having a code. I think the best example of that is the fire department because you started out with wooded, wood buildings and down up to metals to skyscrapers. Each time they do something, they got to add on to their initial code. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They can't just, you can't just run up in a in a skyscraper and all you know how to do is put out house fires. You know what I'm saying? You you're not gonna make it up the steps. You know you got to prepare for that. Yeah. You know so yeah you got we got to be operating off the code and um I'm starting to hear that terminology more than um other people in the media. So hopefully you know we get to the point where different people put together think tanks maybe. To me, the best way to operate off code, as the uh, as Neely Fuller says, is his code. He has a code that he wrote a book called the uh, Counter Racist Compensatory Code Book. And um, right. in that book, you know, his, what his code is logic. If we operate off logic, we don't gotta. You ain't got. If we all using logic as our code, shit, we'll be bad as hell because. You know the logic is, is is the truth. You know it ain't it ain't no other way to go. It's, this is the logical thing we should be doing. And if somebody's not a, applying logic, then we don't want to be with them anyway. See you later, bro. You know, you're not even thinking. You know so. Um, yeah, we gotta apply the code. Um, this article, victory, San Diego to suspend face recognition program limit ICE access to criminal justice data. 
Um, so the city of San Diego, which happens to be one of the, the three most surreal cities in the country, uh, top surreal country in the a city in the country, ironically, is uh, Atlanta, which shocked me. I thought it would have been New York, but New York wasn't even in the top ten. So um, we still got it pretty good. Um, they have, unfortunately, Detroit was. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> what, yeah. what is that? You say Detroit, what was? With, um, face, yeah, with uh, facial recognition cameras and um, looking at the citizens and things of that nature. Um, what yeah, was this but, in Detroit again? Oh, they were like number six. Okay. Number six, but it said it said soon to be number one because y'all got that project green light that um yeah yeah that yeah so that's gonna I think by 2021 y'all supposed to have like 18,000 cameras which would be a whole lot you know so especially since y'all don't have quite as many people as like Chicago you know what I'm saying yeah. um well yeah. San Diego um. They went to court. They were vigilant. They fought back against the facial recognition cameras, and they won. Um, and this is might be a way we need to start looking at things as well. Um, we just stopped one of the largest, longest-running, and most controversial facial recognition programs operated by local law enforcement in the United States, a face recognition system used by more than 30 agencies in San Diego County, California, will be suspended as of January 1st, 2020, according to new agenda published by San Diego Association of Govern- Governments, SANDAG. Okay. Launched 2012, San Diego program, the Tactical Identification System, known as TASSIS, provided 1,309 specialized facial recognition tablets and phones to dozens of local, state, and federal agencies. Between 2016 and 2018, officers had conducted more than 65,000 scans of scans with these devices. So they gave their officers phones and tablets, you know, take a picture of someone, let it go through the database, you know, see if you're a suspect. If not, they got your picture, they got your ID, they could always track you. Um, and then they put it all into their facial recognition system. So now as soon as the camera sees me walking past, that's Thomas Smith. You know, it just knows it's me. So they've been doing this since 2012. That's what said. I said, damn. Okay, so some 2012, while we was all looking for um, the bear rule to come hit the earth, they was putting up facial mm-hmm. recognition cameras right in front of our face, and right in San Diego's been collecting a database of people's faces since 2012, or it's going to stop 2020. So that's eight years. Imagine how much information they were able to collect over right. those eight years on their citizens. All that all data. That yeah. Yeah. So. San Diego County, and um, remember, Bev, just a couple weeks ago, I read about City IQ, which was the streetlights, and the program said that these streetlights that have facial recognition technology, seismic recognition technologies, be able to tell if it's an earthquake, uh, has weather recognition technology, 
but has gunshot detection technology. It's called City IQ. It's made by um, Intel and IBM in a joint project. And they got these all all over San Diego, over 5,000 of these um, street lights. So really, um, does it matter that they took the facial recognition system down? They already got everybody. <laughs> Plus, they got this in the street lights anyway now. And you can't take the street lights yeah. down because it'll be dark. So, I mean, yeah. it's just a, it doesn't even matter. But it's a shell game. That, it's a shell game. You know how they... <laughs> you know, they making you think that they take it in the way, but they really not. Yeah, they play we call Molly with them. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. The same thing in San, um, San Francisco, which is the headquarters of all this madness, because that's Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, um, Google, all of them in San Francisco, all of them there. That's still Con Valley. They all there. Down there, in the, up in there in um, California, they did the facial recognition technology in the city and da da da. But they got biometric recognition technology, so it don't matter if they, if your face shows up. They already got the measurement on your body. Okay, so they know it's you. You know, unless you put on yeah. some weight, and they can track you by your cell phone. So the person, you know, through your IP address, so that's Thomas because that's his phone. You know, so yeah. it, it doesn't matter. They got so many ways to go around it. It doesn't even matter if they say they're not going to do it. They still have the ability to do it. Did you see the eight-year-old girl? Okay, I've been talking about this ring thing for the longest. People put this uh-huh. ring doorbell outside their house. They also have cameras for inside your house or out, you know, around the perimeter of your house so you can see things going on and all this stuff. Lady takes the ring, and also I've been telling y'all, the police have access to all the footage from the ring. Um, so mm-hmm. you can Google that, it'll pop up. And all the articles from even the New York Times saying this. Um, the ring camera... Lady works overnight. Her husband works during the day. Husband puts the kids to sleep. She wants to be able to just make sure that they sleep through the night. She has three daughters, eight, seven, and six, something like that. She puts the ring um, camera in the room. So, um, yeah, no big deal. You know, she can look in, see if the kids are clean in the room. You can even talk to the people in the room. A hacker. Right. Hacked into the camera and was caught on video talking to the daughter through their camera. A man, a grown man, how are you today, sweetheart? Could you, like, just think of this pedophilia. You know, you put in this yeah. in the kid's room, you know, and your, your, your daughter's undressing and this dude is zooming in to get a good look. You know what I'm saying? And then after a while, he's so infatuated, he's going to go find that little girl. You know what I'm saying? Figure out what school you go to. You know, this is the type of sick people that you're dealing with. And this is all from this ring camera. Um, Very dangerous technology. And um, they already said last week the FBI put out a report saying the smart TV uh, could be watching and listening to you put a piece of tape over the camera when you're not using it. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, you know, um, could be talking to you. I thank God for them. 
I think all of them do that, the computer, all of them. I put tape over my computer camera, too. Yeah, even your phone camera, you should probably put tape over that yeah. if you don't. It's looking at you, plus it also yeah. has the back camera where someone can see where you're at just by, you know, looking at your surroundings. So he's there, you know, if they're looking for you. But, I mean, just thinking how these pedophiles think, right? You know, you're talking to this little girl, uh, you know, your mommy and daddy, I'm the, the, the supervisor of the room when your mommy and daddy aren't around, you know, and you figure out where they live and, you know, mommy and daddy might not be home or daddy sleep and, you know, come open the door for me, you know, like that type of crazy stuff is, is it could happen, might be happening, but mm-hmm. it's all on tape. Eight-year-old girl being spoken to by a grown man who hacked into mm-hmm. it. He's on the dark web hacking into it, so he won't be able to find him. Man, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. So um, be careful with the... Um, those things they built, they even promote it as a way for you to watch what your kids are doing and check in on your baby while you know, um, you know. I guess do you, I think I had one of those things when my my twins was was um newborns that um you put it in the room and you put the other one in your bedroom and then if they're crying you hear they're crying and you can right. get up and check on them. But now I need right. to see them. You know, like, I got to see what they're doing. And why do you want to see what eight-year-olds is doing anyway? Like, you know, but, yeah, just be mindful, people. Um, surveillance is the the biggest industry in the world right now, and it plays out in so many different ways. Um, another article this week, Genetic Gene Ecology Company, JEDMATCH, acquired by company with ties to FBI and law enforcement. Why should you be worried? Um, even if this didn't happen, you should be worried. Uh, with the amount of people trying to find out where they came from, like that to be done, instead of just looking at their blood type, they want to see what what tribe in Ireland they came from or what tribe in Africa they came from. So by you doing that, and being that you got relatives and things that they could also tie to that blood, right? Because DNA will find your immediate relatives. It can't tell you your history, okay? It can't do that, okay? But it can tell you your immediate relatives. You got a cousin and such and such. And from there, people go to that um, genealogy.com where they look for their family tree and try to trace it back. So from finding one, one person in your family, they could find you. Now, based off of these DNA testing, um, either through there or even um, they use that that stupid thing where um, you could you, you click here and you could meet up with your um, classmates and you know they'll show you a bunch of people you graduate name. Just click here and you could be in contact with these people. Mm-hmm. Like, Man, I don't want to, you know, but all of those things is how they're able to link it back to you, just because you're your long-lost cousin from half around the world took a blood test or a genealogy test. They'll link it back to you. And um, either way, that's pretty much what this article is about. Now, um, from one person's DNA, they could pretty much, using artificial intelligence, gather that their family has similar DNA and um, theorize that this is you. 
they did this to catch the Golden State Killer. Um, the, the, um, he was a person that was at large for almost 30 years, killed about 30 girls, raped them in the um, California area, had a cousin take a DNA test, and they were able to link her DNA and find markers that matched with the DNA of a person that committed these murders, and then using um, the, G- the the family tree thing where they were able to, you know, find who's in your family tree, they were able to link it right back to him and go get him. And he didn't commit a murder in 30 years, but, you know, that's how yeah. serious this is. I so, remember that. Um, yeah, he was mm-hmm. an old man, too. Yeah, yep, old man. Like, <laughs> he lived his best life already, so, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, we got any callers, Bev? Uh, not so, not yet. The number is 323-642-1586, 323-642-1586. Push to number one if you would like to join the roundtable and uh, put your ideas on the table. We do have a caller, 708-829. Greetings, family. How's everybody doing? Great, Eddie. How are you doing tonight? Peace, Eddie. I'm all right. Loving the show. <laughs> Loving the show from uh, beginning to end. But I was just jotting down a couple of numbers. And uh, first of all, first and foremost, just dealing with the cold. As you said, that... uh we have already, we just don't know it. And for me, this is uh, my part to help us see our piece of this code. It comes to the number 14 or 5. And that code is no more than the game you was also talking about, 5. They know the game because they use what's called a race. And there's nobody's getting to the finish line, but race is 14. That's the, mm. one of the distractions. Color yeah. is also used as far as race. Color is also 14. This is all part of the game. But knowing yeah. that code of the game, we start to break the code because our code dealing with what we are all on one level and the one is the key because level is one. But what we're on is a mind interest, our interests, and we're all gathering around that interest. Interest is a five, 41. So once we start gathering the code, understanding the game that they're using, being on the one that level is what you said. It's got to be logic. Logic is the one. But the one is no more than the frequency that we're talking about because you mentioned the parable of the birds flying in a flock. They're on that one frequency. You have some that journey away, but basically you're looking at the whole flock going a certain way. It's the same thing with fish. That school of fish. When something happens, they all go a certain way. 
dealing with that same frequency, that same one. It's no more than the change, change being that five that we're going through, dealing with the universe, that 11-11. We're just seeing it as the year being called 2020. So what are you saying, Eddie, uh, about 2020? What, what's going on with 2020 with, with all those ones, the four ones? This is different kind of vibration? Thing, the 2020 or 11-11 is no more than our universal mind. Universe's 11 mind is 11 or 2 and 2. What's happening, we're remembering. Remember is a two from the universe, but it's all geared on our morals. Moral is a two. It's called principles. We're getting judged by our principles. Principles is a two. In the Bible, it's called principalities. It's a two. It's all starting in the mind. Our mind is no more than a speck. Connected to the universe. Mine is two, universe is two. If we are people of the universe, people being two, we start to flow with the current of the universe. Flow is 14, back to that five. This is why we have to flow with the universe. We call it I am in the Bible, or today's standard in music, hip hop. It's in everything we say once we command the code behind the number of the words we mention. We already have it at our disposal. Once we learn how to use it collectively, logically, on the one, and again, I love it because that's what the movie is all about, what we're talking about, being on the one, having that mental telepathy without technology. Technology is the one. This is what we are using to replace the frequency, which is the one. We're getting back to it. We're feeling it. It's coming. Basically, it's here. It's in the air. This is why we're talking about it. That's why air is part of the universe. Air is two. That's why we mentioned that phrase. It's in the air. Air is two. Sky is in the sky. Sky is two. It's all a part of the universe being two. But we're on that path of remembering who we are, not what we've been taught by a system that we're still debating with the logic we've been taught. But now we're learning how to use that logic to our advantage because by even the number system that they're hiding behind, (laughs) even in religion being a five, it keeps all people that follow it in confusion, which is a five, back to the change that we're going through to get away from that to get back to our natural state, call our brain, being a five. They not put it in that image in the apple. Apple is 14, and they not took a, took a bite out of the apple, and the apple represents our brain. 
and the back portion of our brain is where the melanin resigns. Our understanding signs and symbols. So, like I said, it's all in front of us, but when we understand the numbers behind the words and even the signs and symbols that they use in front of us that, uh, as Brother Thomas mentioned, we pay for our own demise. We go out and get these ringtones and put them on our doors and put them in our houses and put them in our children's room. They told us years ago. And baby monitors were basically being used when parents were looking, as Thomas said, at their children, you had people that had already hacked that system. So come on, we, we, we're remembering things that we have to stop playing and paying a part in our own demise, especially our children. Because that's what's happening. We're putting our children in harm's way. And they don't have the money to buy these things we do being the parents. Right. So, again, just taking that time out to research what these people are doing and just take the leeway. See if these people who have invented these things have these things in their house. And believe you me, most of them do not because they already know the flaws that hackers can get into the system. Hell, they are around people who are getting the information, who are using it to their benefit to hack and make money or to sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We said the 11, 11 that we're talking about, Sister Bev, you said it's all about the money. When well, money is 11, that's that too. Yeah. So when we see the game, how they're using the number behind the word and the word that they use, Black Friday. Now it's not extended through December on these commercials here in Chicago. Black Mm -hmm. Friday did so good. We're extending it through December. Shut the... Okay. (laughs) Don't go there. Yeah. And don't forget, today is Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's what I'm writing now. And I'm loving it because I'm writing things down and I took the day to Friday the 13th, knowing that things being said, no more than affirmations and confirmations of what I should be doing and what I should be writing. So, like I said, I listen in now to just get the confirmation I need to keep doing what I'm doing because I'm putting out what the universe has given me, what the people are already talking about. So everything is on point. It's in line. Yes, excellent. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you for that knowledge. Thank you. Oh, yeah. All right. Loved it, brother Eddie. Loved it, brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eddie said that's compelling, right, that, um, you know, see, race, we got to look at race. It's it's a man-made construct. You know, they got us all in this race. But the rules is already there. It's already been laid out for us. Uh, as um, Billy Fuller to call him again he says there's only one race, the white race. They created all the other races, 
Okay, it wasn't no race before they invented this. So it, it was something before this, you know what I'm saying? And that's what we need to get back to. I, I believe that that fits into the one, you know what I'm saying? To get back to uh, uh, where this is, this is a, we all, we all um, trapped in a system that isn't even important. <laughs> you know, this is just some man-made stuff. Hasn't, hadn't been around before the last two, three hundred years. And uh, we're all in it, you know, and, um, you know, we, we got to try to figure out how to get out of it, to get back to the one. Uh, because in this race, you know, it ain't no winners, you know what I'm saying? We, we've already won the race because we're genetically superior. You know, it, it, that's the key to the whole game. They're trying to catch up to us. So now they want to add technology to themselves to do it and um, try to genetically enhance themselves. And this is all to catch up but to if us. You don't- if you don't know that, if you don't know that, and if you're not using what you have, it's like not having it. Absolutely. And, um, yes, you're absolutely right. Um, but we're starting to realize what we have, Bev. I think that's why this, this 2020, 11-11, as Brother Eddie called it, is so... Yeah. It's so important because uh, even though time is a man-made construct, uh, being that we believe, we, we the creators, believe that this is the time, everything is going to operate on whatever time we believe it to be. So uh, I believe that the, the 11-11 that Eddie's talking about or the 2020, I believe that's going to be our um, confirmation of the fourth dimension. Um, and heading into 2030, which would be the fifth dimension, because Dr. Um, Blair would say you're going to go through the fourth dimension so fast, you're not even going to realize it, but you're going to have to up your vibrations. It's going to give us 10 years Mm -hmm. to up our vibrations to the point where we're above this technology they have. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, to me, it's like um, those Marvel comic movies where you got the the brother from Wakanda, um, the Black Panther, he's natural. He got all he got on is a suit um, that's made out of this um, this metal or whatever that um, is really you know bulletproof and all this stuff. But other than that, he's natural. He he takes natural herbs and stuff to get his strengths and things. He's natural. And then you got Captain America, who takes several. He he was he's a genetically modified human being, they they injected something in him to give him those powers, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, he cannot be, in all the comic books, if you look at them, he, you know, back in the days of the cartoons, even the one that um, Ta-Nehisi Coates did uh, about the Black Panther, that cartoon, when the um, when um, uh, Captain America goes looking for the Black Panther of Wakanda, and he beats him up and drags him into Wakanda. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like he can't do, they can't, they have to do this. And it's not going to work. You know, that's what, if you look at all their show, they show that this is not going to work. It's going to backfire on you. The technology is going to backfire on you. You, you know, you got to go back to being natural. But, you know, they're going to stick to it, and it's going to be their downfall. Uh, arrogance, you know what I'm saying? Arrogance. Um, we had a shoot in Bev in Jersey City, and this is where mm-hmm. I grew up at. 
So, you know, I kind of, I worked at the hospital in Jersey City. Um, you know, it's home, you know what I'm saying? Um, even though I don't go there too often, you know, from my job, I can see it. You know, I look at it out the window. Um, but either way, um, we had this shooting. It was a few months ago. Maybe last year, I think 2018, around October-ish. And um, right after you had these um, two groups of white white people fighting in Charlottesville, you remember that, Bev? They they ran the girl over with the car, and you know you had Ian. Yeah, we already said that. Yeah, we already said that was a psyop. Psyops, yeah. And what came out of that psyops wasn't that they condemned neither one of those white people. They came out with a report called. Black Identity Extremes, B-I-E, okay? And they had a list of groups that were B-I-E groups. And uh, it wasn't on this program on another one. I told people, if you remember these groups, if I was you, I would quit my membership today because they're telling you that y'all are going to be listed as urban terrorists. One of those groups was the Hebrew Israelites, more of a science temple was there. Nation of Islam was on that list. And the eyes of Mayat, which is the Nuwapians. So I'm looking at this like, oh, they're cracking down on the conscious community, right? Because right. at this right. time, that that was pretty much, if you look at the debates on Sinetta TV, it's the Nuwapians debating the wars. It's the, you know, it was like, wow, is that all the psyops over there too? Because all of a sudden, all these groups who was pretty much relatively unknown, see, and then even at a certain point in the in the conscious community on 125th Street, they didn't add the Hebrew Israelites in it, in, into that as well. But one day, I believe it was polite, and a few of those uh, comedic dudes, they go down to mm-hmm. the Hebrew Israelites, and they start arguing with them over the Bible and Next thing you know, they set up a debate with the Hebrew Israelites. And I'm like, oh, they done added the Hebrew Israelites into the conscious community. You get what I'm saying? But either way, to me, this is the start of killing consciousness. We're coming into 11-11. All the the veil is supposed to be lifted. And they're trying to figure out a way to get a grip on all this stuff. And they, they got us all on YouTube. They know, you know, who has a, a huge following, da 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 so they've already got their statistics together, and they've pinpointed these few organizations, which we all know are not terrorist organizations, all right? No one's walking around scared of the Hebrew Israelites. I see them. You know, they, they sit around. They, they go to 34th Street, Herald Square. They, they're on 42nd Street, Times Square. They're arguing with white people over... The Bible, they know the Bible real good. Read me John, such and such, such and such. And the brother just starts reading, and the guy who's doing the talking, he breaks the word down. You know, cool, they've been doing that for 100 years now. So it's like, great, you know. But now all of a sudden, these people are threats to you? You know what I'm saying? Why? They're not out here shooting nobody. You know what I mean? So either way, this this whole thing. And I even say... Mm-hmm. I they ahead, even ben. had the the Moors, the Moors were doing their paperwork and they had arrested some Moors for paper terrorism. Terrorists. Paper terrorism. Paper terrorism. I remember that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
They even That's came right. up with laws, right? <laughs> right. Yep. So urban terrorists, okay? It's not going to be the KKK. It's not going to be the skinheads. not going to be the, the biker gangs. No, it's going to be the conscious groups, the people trying to uplift the people, okay? Those are the people that they're targeting just, just in a nice, fancier way. The COINTEL has already been done through social media, so they don't have to infiltrate these organizations like they did before in the 60s. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to send in an agent. Okay, they, you you got followers, you you got people thumb up in you, you look at their names, or this is such and such L, or this is, you know, they got you, you know what I'm saying? So, you, you know, be very careful with that, um, look for this to increase, because they're going to change this narrative in the future, um, as, as we know, all across the country, crime in the black community isn't as high as it was before. Even in Chicago, where they talk about there's murders all the time, look at the numbers in the 80s and 90s, and then look at the numbers today and tell me, do they even compare? doesn't, okay? Mm-hmm. We're talking the crack era numbers. The, those numbers was uh, Los Angeles. With the, don't even got a lot of black people in Los Angeles. Over 1,000 murders in 90, 91, 92. You know, to over 2,000 murders in New York, 90, 91, 92 you know, or close to a thousand murders in Chicago, 90, 91, 92, or 95, 90, you go through the list, right? It's crazy. And then you come today, oh, you got 600 murders, and you're like, oh my God, this is the worst year ever. And it's like, what about the year y'all had 978 murders? You know what I'm saying? You had 300 something more. So you got to be careful how they position in this. Uh, they, 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 right. They're going to make us urban terrorists, okay? Uh, especially those in areas. Now, this is what strikes me about the Jersey City thing, and I have watched zero real news coverage on this because I'm just using my, my third eye, so I'm not even going to really look into it. only thing I did watch was a few of the videos posted on social media by people who were, like, filming it live and um, what you would call probably corner boys, little hustlers out there. You know, that's a heavy drug area. And um, six shootings in Jersey City, common, worked at the hospital, okay? We had, what, 11 one night on the 4th of July, okay? Back to back to back to back. I mean, they didn't make the news, okay? In 19, I sent the video out. It was 10 years ago. We had six cops get shot. That didn't make national news right there in Jersey City in the same neighborhood. Okay, same, looked the same. The street looked the same with the SWAT team and everything out there, but it didn't make national news. They're pushing this Jewish thing. Um, you know, Dr. X sent me a tweet saying that this is for them to cover um, the Jews' um, involvement in the Trump impeachment scandal, you know. And, I, you know, I totally agree with that. But also, when I grew up in Jersey City, in this area, called Greensville, we called it the hill. It wasn't no Jewish people that lived there, okay? It was none but black people, okay? Very rarely would you even see a, a Puerto Rican or something, okay? It's none but black people, okay? None but black people. is heavy drug neighborhoods all up that area. On each corner is, is, is people selling drugs, Oh, uh, and they got beef with the people on the next corner. It's like it's, it's just like every typical ghetto in the country. 
And all of a sudden, when I started working at the hospital there in 2016, 2017, I started seeing a lot of Jewish patients coming into the hospital, and it was blowing my mind. Where do y'all people live? You know, and then I come to find out that they was trying to buy my grandmother's house. And I'm like, they want to live there? Like, you know, like, and that, man, you know, like, are they crazy? And then I go around, and, you know, one day, and they're just sitting out on their porches, and it's, it's, they got a bunch of houses. And I'm like, oh, sweat, they really moved in. Curls down the head and everything. And I said, wow. I said, well, I told all my friends, yo, y'all can count y'all days around here, yo. Once they move in, they take over everything. And this is part of the takeover. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you, you make this whole thing about them targeting this Jewish thing. Then you got these um, ICCM cars now patrolling the neighborhoods around with, where the Jewish people live now. These are armed security, private armed security. Okay, and um, uh, all, a bunch of drug sweeps now everywhere, you know, like that the police are active. We're going to clean this area up because... Uh, <laughs> You got this one shooting at a Jewish deli. You know, this this area, listen, okay, not too far from there, okay, my father was shot, okay? I mean, like, it, it killed, like, it, it, it wasn't news, okay? It was just what happens there. That's part of the city. That's just part of life, you know? It, this is nothing, but today, in this day and time, this is a big deal because this happened to some Jewish people, and the whole video looks funny with the brother just jumping out the car, targeting this one little Jewish restaurant or, or delicatessen when, you know, it, they already now, even though they didn't live there when I grew up, they owned all the doggone stores. So, I mean, you could have been targeting them. So it just doesn't add up to me. Um, mm-hmm. What I see happening, um, oh, Oh, I, I must have said, I, I said, well, Dr. X texted me. If I said tweet it, forgive me. I've never been on Twitter a day in my life. Text it. I think I just get those words mixed up sometimes. But, uh, yeah, um, either way, Bev, just find, funny how this whole thing plays out. Now, I'm like, they, they're saying the neighborhood was in terror. And I'm like, that neighborhood's used to shootings. So I'm listening to the video footage of the other people that are just outside a few doors away. I mean, this this is funny to them. They laughing, man. Go get them, cops. Go get them. They making fun of the cops. Look at him. Look at me. I hope they shoot you, you know. And, and you know, this is everyday common, but they making it seem like a right. city in terror. You know, it, this is all phony. Okay? Now, the agenda behind it, I don't know, but I know that the fact that they're tying these brothers into the Hebrew Israelites group, because I'm going to be honest, in Jersey City, you do not see a lot of that. You see that in New York, you know, Hebrew Israelites mm-hmm. and brothers walking around with a fez, and that that's big over here. That's not big over there. You know, they they they, they, not, they can care less about the consciousness, okay? they they about, you know, you know, you better get off my block, you know, with that stupid stuff. You know what I mean? That ain't, that ain't going to fly over there. You know, you standing outside with a table where they sell drugs. I mean, y'all better move. Like, you know, we ain't trying to – y'all go sell Jesus somewhere else. That ain't going to fly there. So mm-hmm. that isn't even something see, that's mm-hmm. – And see, it's so important that, that 
that you are able to tell what is really going on in the hood because you're from there. And you can see the propaganda that's going on. You're exposing it. Absolutely. One thing I know about these um, curly heads, they are able to get away with a lot of crime. Um, and these aren't the, these ain't the small hat Jews. No, these is the big hat Jews with the curls down the side, okay, the Hasidics. Okay. Call them. Uh, okay. Biggest arm dealers in America, okay? Biggest arm dealers in Brooklyn. Okay, so they you they got Jersey City looking like um, little Crown Heights over there now. And uh, I'm like, man, all the shootings coming into the hospital when I was working there, I'm like, where are they getting all these guns from? Well, so the known. Okay, so the initial report on this whole thing while it was happening was a cop was trying to make a gun deal in a cemetery, and the guy who he was making the gun deal with found out he was a cop and shot him. That was the initial story. Then they drove away from the cemetery and just stormed into this little Jewish store. And I said, okay, well, if that's what happened, then he was selling the guns for them Jews in that store, and they tried to set him up with a cop. And he went back to the store to go kill the people who tried to set him up before he, you know, he know he going down, I'm taking y'all with me. You know, that's my mindset. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then I hear stories, and this is this is when they start playing this propaganda game. It's a book by a brother by the name of um, Lennon Honor, and it's the 9-11 Mind Control book. And uh, it's an old book, you know what I'm saying? But it shows how by them constantly changing the narrative of 9-11, where you could ask a uh, Ten different people were happy and they all have a different story. Even if they were there, mm-hmm. if they went home and watched television mm-hmm. that night, they got a whole other story. It's mind control. So each news, every time they came back with the story, they changed the story. So they went from a gun deal to that was a drug deal in the park. Well, that also fits. But guess, guess who's the biggest drug dealers in New York? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it ain't the it ain't the it ain't the Italians. It ain't the I it ain't the blacks, it ain't the Puerto Ricans, it's the Jews. Okay? And and the ones with the curls down the head, okay? Cause, um so so when you deal with these people, the criminal element's gonna be there because they uh unbeknownst to people because they look holy and they don't dress funny, you know, they dress in the same thing every day. They they not flashy, you know, they but they making all this money. You know what I'm saying? And, and they come off a of radar as holy people, and the police ain't going to mess with them because they got a lot of political power, and they, they get right. away with a lot of this stuff. You know, I mean, honestly, if you take them away, the the cold crime industry in America goes down. They the whole thing. They the minds behind the mob, you know, be it Italian or Irish. They the minds behind that. Mm-hmm. And they also the hit people behind that. That's where they came out. Right. They came up being the killers. They were the hitmen. But either way, uh, in Jersey City, I'm not buying this as a legitimate story. I'm not saying that people didn't mm-hmm. go get shot. And um, a cop didn't, you know, our first thing is I'm not sold on the cop getting killed part. We never saw that. Bodies happened in. And my thing is where this where the cemetery is, 
what would make you just go specifically to that stool? You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's a few, right. it's, it's, it's not, it's not close, but it ain't far. You know, the city ain't that big, but it was like, why, what would make you target that stool? And if you want your objective, then they said today, this was the new story that they was going to kill 30 students in a Jewish school. And uh, I guess they don't open the school in Jersey City now, too. So, you know, when people better start packing their bags. And that's all I'm saying. I, when I saw them put the bike wings down in Jersey City, I said, oh, y'all don't, that means y'all about to go. He's <laughs> like, what y'all talking, yeah. what you talking about today? They put those in Harlem, and the white people started moving in. So I'm just letting you know that's yeah. demarcation lines, because black people don't ride around on bikes, <laughs> and we just ride. You know, they gotta have casts and stuff. You know, uh, they they're different. You know, but either way, I'm not buying this story, Dad. Have you seen anything on this story? No. I I haven't even paid any. I've heard about it from here and there, but I haven't really because I know it it ain't what they say it is. Let you me remember open this few, other line up. Yeah. Oh, uh, but let me just say this while you open that line. Uh, if you okay. remember a few months ago in Philadelphia, we had a brother shoot a bunch of cops. It was all over the news. This was around time mm-hmm. when um. The boat in Philadelphia had got caught. J.P. Morgan shit with all that cocaine on it. And right. And brother just right. shoots all these cops. We didn't hear, we didn't see a funeral of a cop. We didn't see none of it. <laughs> Have you heard about that? Shit's fake. Uh, okay, that's all I'm saying. Right. Well, somebody, somebody had took a picture of one of the cops pouring blood on the other. They went back to the oh, police yes. car. It was on video. You saw that. Yes. So, I mean, it was mm-hmm. just really fake, phony. Uh, 404-259. 404-259. Greetings, greetings. How you doing today, Sister Beth? Good, good. Greetings. All right. How you doing, Brother Tutmos? This is Brother Rio. Peace, Brother Rio. What's good, man? You sound smooth and sophisticated tonight, man. You got your radio voice on? <laughs> oh man, I heard you talking about that three card Molly earlier, man. You know, so you know, you're coming in your your other persona. So I figured I'd throw mine on too. Oh, okay. Well, see, Bev, Brother Rio calls me three card Molly because he can't trap me into oh. contracting certain arguments with him. So I'll get out of the okay. argument, and he'll call me three card Molly because he wants to make me contract with him on certain points that I want. Go ahead, uh, he's ducking and okay. ducking and dodging, ducking and dodging, but it's all good. It's all good. Iron sharpen iron, okay. right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was just jumping in on the um, on the BIE uh, conversation uh, because you know they define identity uh, in legal terms as uh, the fact that a subject, person, or thing before court is the same as it is represented. Claimed or charged to be So when they're pulling you in the court Whatever you're claiming to be That's what they are holding you to And they've already admitted that You know This BIE designation Is a fiction So it can only apply to Fictional people Of which If you go into the courtrooms Claiming yourself to be black Then they can go ahead and slap this BIE on you as well 
so I, I think it's just an extension of, you know, the same old paradigm of what you identify yourself as. And I think it's coming up now because of the 2020 census and how many people are going to identify themselves on census forms as being African-American, which is also a fiction, or black. So they're going to have numbers and statistics on how many people they can truly roll this uh, fictional identity out on, you know, especially if they want to come out to protest. Well, what identity are you, you going know, to use, brother? I'm going to use that which I am, which is I'm an American Indian. Uh-huh. So that that's that's what yeah, I am. That's what that I'm sticking to. And uh, I'm I'm in the process of doing my genealogy genealogy that's going to back up those claims. So I have um, unequivocal proof that I had ancestors here on the landmass that we call America today or Turtle Island, but I have uh, ancestors here that predate the time these colonizers came in so that I don't, I'm not necessarily subject to these laws that they're bringing. Um, so, you know, that's going to be the basis. And then the rest now, of it is learning that. the system and bobbing and weaving and coming, you know, understanding Roman law, as Indian, you like to say. I heard Indian is different than indigenous people. Indian is the term that they use to classify us when they first right. came. So in their, defi- mm-hmm. in their definitions, we didn't call each other Indians, but in their definitions, mm-hmm. they refer to the people that they found here when they got here as Indians, and when the colony, when they were still colonies, they have various treaties, and in those treaties, they they call the people here Indians. So, you know, that's in their law. So that's what we can we can use that to hold them accountable to you know how they're treating us and what they're doing. Can I be heard? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean it's just. Understand it's the same game, same number that they play. Again, referring to us as Indians, Indians is a five, 23. They changed Indians and called us colored. 14, that's a five, carpet colored people. Same number, different word. Same game, (laughs) different words being tossed around. Let's see what shit sticks to the wall. But it's always the same number. And once we figure out that five, that code, that's the race that they're referring to that we wake up. We win the race. Because we broke the code. Hmm. Let's look at it that Hmm. way. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, the census, um, the the difference this year, what I see from uh, in the Indian classification is it generally says Native American, but this year it says American Indian. So even if Indian doesn't apply to us, American does. And, you know, only people that could be an American is a copper colored person. So uh, I think that's why, um, you know, if, if I do get a census form, I will 
Czech American Indian. Now, did you see the video I sent Brother Tommy video um, with the brother um, breaking down the different types of Indians? And, well, before um, we let, let me just get yeah, this. Just, he was, and he was, we all love I'm familiar because oh, go ahead. when we Sorry, look brother. at what you just said, copper color, copper 21, Indians 23 or 5. I mean, color 5, 14. American Indian, same thing. American is 21. That's the 3. Copper. Indians is color, five. Same thing when we talk about Africa and we start tripping on being here or there. It's the same three hidden. See, when we look at here, here's 21. There comes to 28, which is the one. But when we turn that letters around there, we see three in there, don't we? So here and there, it's the same because Africa is 21 and America is 21. Our mindsets so are fragmented and broke apart. Go ahead, Sister Beth. What, what about uh, uh, American National? Or American National? national? Mm-hmm. Now it's national. They just added two little letters, which are two more numbers. National is no more than nation. Nation is that eight, 17. We call it family, 17. They call it Indian, 17. When we put that S on it and make it plural, it goes to 23. They know who the original nation, the original family is. It's us. (laughs) Us comes to 12. That's the copper, 21, in reverse. It's up to us, copper, to fix us, color. That's what they're talking about, even when they refer to that black berry being blacker, 21. Berry is the one. That other one, which you get that 11, is sweeter. And we that juice, 23, <laughs> that cup. Back to us again. All these sayings and phrases, our numbers, who we are today, know who you are when they put us in the hole using that so-called ace, the ace card, the trump card. <laughs> and we're talking about that card, back and forth, that trump. But go ahead. Uh, uh, let me uh, listen Love. and be quiet. Okay. I'm going to open right. up another one here. Uh, I love when Brother Eddie four. breaks something down because, I mean, he comes from a different uh, – Yeah. Different philosophy, yeah, and it all ties in together because what Brother Thomas yeah. was saying with the with the Indian brother earlier, you know, he was he, he hitting on the same thing we are with the with the solutions. Um, he's talking about the video that you sent. I've seen him before, but in the one that you sent, he was talking about uh, the difference between uh, American Aboriginal or American Indians and the Moors, and mm-hmm. you know. Um, when I was coming through different schools of philosophies, you know, I learned about the Moors before I came to the American Indians. And I got to credit Brother Tommy. He used to always challenge me on um, 
saying, you know, okay, well, well, how are people over in Morocco going to have any kind of dealings and affairs over here? And I understand from the contracts that were made with the U.S. corporation, but, you know, later on I learned that our ancestors here predate that. So we got other contracts right. with them. But, but he breaks down, you know, he gives three main reasons why uh, American Indians aren't Moors, nor should we align ourselves with Moors, because Moors, in a nutshell, Moors are still under a forced jur- jurisdiction, and they have contracts with the U.S. corporation, whereas our ancestors have contracts or treaties with um, when they were still just colonies, and they had to deal with each individual um, quote-unquote tribe because they were looked at as equivalent to uh, being kingdoms because that's the only thing that in their power structures, like with England, that they could equate it to. So they came into each individual um, chief, and the chiefdom created treaties with those colonies. So, again, we have to be able to tie back and figure out uh, what our lineage is, you know, Lenape or uh, Anamanawea uh, or what have you, and figure out what treaties were created with these colonies, and you're going to have different protections depending on what your ancestors uh, kind of negotiated and bargained for. But that's going to take us outside of <clears throat> these jurisdictional problems that we're having today with identifying with, with black and African-American or more. Yeah, that's that answer your that's question, Brother Thomas? Let me open this line up. Uh, 404453. <laughs> Okay, the whole damn earth is ours, man. The whole galaxy. All right. So they they broke all the treaties with the galaxy. Man. I'm with the galactic federation, man. I ain't with the small change, okay. America, Africa, none of that, man. Okay. But look at him, Thomas. That thing you talking about in New Jersey, right? Okay. That was South, yeah. man. What was the address on that building, Thomas? What's the address mm-hmm. on the building? See, I'm like Eddie with the numbers. I didn't even look at the that. news. Like, so you tell me, you brother. Well, okay, the address on that building was 223. Two, All right, you flip that numbers around, the uh, skull and bone numbers is 322. Two. That was a skull and bone mm. damn south, y'all. Mm, mm. The address on the building. Yes. Okay, because you numbers. can't see That's another way to edit. That's you can't see phone. the dude face when he goes in there, right? It's like it's like a video, like with like a soldier just shooting at a store, but you can't make out it's a person, you know, like he had a mask on. So you you'll never know who did there that. You go. You're right, brother. You know, they got all kind of masks in disguises, man. Okay, and plus with them Jews at night, hey, bro, they still in body parts. So you better tell all the black people in that neighborhood, they better check yourself before they come up missing, man. All chopped up, bro. They caught, remember when they caught them, them folks in uh, New York stealing body parts? That same group. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say this. If they, that's not, 
they, they have a different mentality over there in New York. If they get caught doing something, you know, it ain't going to be nothing the police going to be able to do to protect them over there. It'll be just, you know, like like what you saw at that store everywhere, you know what I'm saying? But um, for sure, though, man, they, they body part thieves, so, you know, and they, they also all the doggone doctors, too, so, you know, they can steal the body part. They, they know how to do a precision, pinpoint precision with that, too. Yes, sir. Um, you know, like, these the psyops, man, the, we had the one that played out on TV, which was totally a total psyop. Everything was fake about it, and they, they actually put it all on TV right around the time when Trump was running for president in San Bernardino, California, with, like, a some Arab dude and his wife in a van, and they was trying to get away, and then they showed the guy laid out on the on the ground. They said it was some type of shootout, but he went and shot up, like, some job or something. Y'all don't remember that? San Bernardino or something? I remember that. Was like, I remember. It was well, all on to TV. Trump, man. Before you go look for him about Trump, but I'm going to be quiet. Remember uh, a couple of weeks ago, they say Trump had to go to the hospital for a checkup, right? Remember oh, that? Yeah. Well, that about? Yeah. yeah. Well, my sources told me that Trump was poisoned. They don't poison his ass. He had to go to the emergency room, man. All right? That's what my sources told me. The dude named Brother Darren Mohammed there. He's charged, man. He told me they okay. poisoned Trump. That's why he had to go to the hospital. Okay. Yeah, because wow. they rushed him out of there. Yeah, they showed him he was in the White House. He was running. Yeah, they gave him a poison fucking McDonald's hamburger or something. <laughs> I'm surprised he <laughs> eat everything. You know, he he got to be where somebody takes, he got to have only one person that fix his food. Why He can't be eating everywhere. He know these people after nah, him. No, he got to. He got to be like the Kings back in the days where they had a tester. He ate it, and you looked at yeah. him. If he didn't fall, you knew it was good. Yeah, didn't they do that on that. Bumpy? Didn't they do that uh, on Bumpy about the ice cream? Was that Bumpy when the guy poisoned the ice cream and he made Oh, that was um, Malcolm X. You talking about Malcolm X? Oh, that was Malcolm X. Well, I, yeah, I thought he, it was Bumpy. No, that was Malcolm X. He said, yo, I don't put nuts on my ice cream. You know, who, who ordered right. it? You know, and he said, bring, yeah, that was my, Malcolm X. And he told the dude he better eat it, you know what I'm saying, or and he realized the dude no, didn't want to put it in his Malcolm mouth. No, that wasn't Malcolm X, because that, that, was, that was fish uh, burn with, in that role. That wasn't uh, the other guy. That was when he had, that was about the movie Bumpy, because remember his woman was sitting across from him, and she was ch- and he told her to be quiet. Oh. The guy got the sweat. You talking about Hoodlum. 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 Yeah, Hoodlum. Yeah, that was, yeah, and he played Hoodlum. Bumpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, they had a similar scene in Malcolm That's what he got. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Got to, man. Well, Trump, you know, you better go hire Amarosa back, yo. You're my tester now, you know what I'm saying? But um, <laughs> crazy. Well, crazy. Yeah. And West hit on something, man, because Trump is the first, he's the first GMO president, man. I always say he's the first hip-hop president, but he's the first GMO mm-hmm. president, man, because he don't eat nothing but GMO food. You know, he just, he lives off of McDonald's and stuff. It's like, how is this dude still alive? You know, he's a GMO, man. And um, 
Yeah, I say he's the first hip-hop president because um, Trump is the most rapped about white person in hip-hop history. Way before he became president, he's, he's, he's a metaphor for rich. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Guess who's the black Trump? And even um, Biggie's infamous source cover where he's the king of New York, it said black Trump. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it means you're the king, you you know, because in New York, nothing Trump's can't Trump. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he might not be the richest person, but he's going to do it bigger than everybody else. You know, he's going to make it memorable. So, you know, it, it was, it, it's, I call him the first hip-hop president, hanging out with Russell Simmons and, and them at the at the Copa and at the at the Union Square like that that was his thirties and forties man you know that's his boys you know like you know he understands that culture so um, that's for sure um, yeah uh, let me open up back. another line here because we're getting oh, go down on time okay seven seven three eight nine five hey what's seven, good seven, y'all how y'all doing tonight. Yeah, great, can you hear me? Great, great. Great. Yep, we can hear you. Hey, I'm going to make this real quick now. Uh, starting with that New Jersey shooting now, when I first started doing the research on it now, what caught my attention is the two of the streets that were named near the shooting or where the shooting happened with Martin Luther King and John F. Kennedy. I said, well, damn. Mm-hmm. Now, what, now what, what's up with that? And um, yeah. one of the first videos I saw, I think, I don't know if I had sent you, send it to you, Thomas, I sent it to Robert X, where the police chief had did the interview, where he was talking about the shooting, and I didn't see nothing but the top hat standing in the background. I said, hold up, wait a minute, something, something's not right about this. And this, that's when I started, you know, doing some more digging and stuff, you know. But now, going back to... Um, the people we're talking about, well, I don't want to hate to call it a debate, whatever. Are we Native American? Are we Indian? Are we black? Are we African? I mean, has anybody even thought about asking a question? Maybe we need, maybe what's more important to find out what we are inside instead of outside, because what's inside of us, this is just me, I think it's more important and more counts in terms of what's on outside of us as far as a title, whatever, you know. Because does anybody want even ask the question, who created these titles? Who gave us these titles of Indian, Native American, Aborigine? You know, what are you inside? I think it's more important that's right. than more or less outside, you know. But that, that's just me. I agree. Well, we I agree. talked about the I census, agree. though. The census form that's coming out for 2020, Derek, in particular, on the census they only allow you to use those terminologies, you know what I'm saying? They don't they don't ask you your blood type or you know, you they just be like, you know, black, you know, white, Native American, like you know, you know, like yeah. Um, a lot of people maybe, in the hood don't even fill them forms out. A lot of people don't even answer they don't. Well honestly, um right. um at least in my hood they didn't. Well, honestly, I mean, truth be told, we point, should be filling them out anyway. Thank you. At this day and time, at this day and time, they don't really need any doggone piece of paper to know how many people in America they they already got the tech. Now everyone got a doggone device in their hand. All they got to do is do a count. You know how many people could be on the internet at one time? Like, 
You know, I'm sure they have so a pinpoint accurate that? amount. Cause that's the that's the game, you know. That's the game they play. They this is all, this is all surveillance. This is actually this would probably be the last time we do this paper, because this was the first one of the first forms of surveillance was this sensor, this um, this um sensor, uh, was one of the first forms of surveillance. How many people are here? What's your race? You know, get that information written by hand. But I mean, they come on. They 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 know how many uh, social security numbers they done administered and birth certificates. This is you know how much money that stuff is worth. You know what I'm saying? They know exactly how many people are here. They know when you're dead because they cash in on your bond. So they they this they they just doing that to 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 hide the fact that they um got everybody in that that trust. You know what I'm saying, Bev? To, to hide the fact that they yeah. got everybody birth certificates. You know, they really make you think that in this democracy, I chose what I was going to be. You know what I'm saying? When they already uh-huh. put that on your birth certificate, B. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're going to be for the rest of your life. They put M. You're going to be a man. I don't care if you get your, your sex changed. You're still going to be an M on your birth certificate, even though they are letting them change that now which is crazy. I wonder if that starts a whole new entity. You know, that could be a super big trick that they pulling on people uh, if they change their um, birth certificate. But, um, yeah. Um, well, the birth certificate uh, ties back to a fiction anyway. So, I mean, right. that's why you have right anyway. to self-identify. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if I, I was born Thomas Smith and I would decide one day I want to be Thomas Cena, now, they already got a bond for Thomas Smith. Now, they're going to change everything and give me a new one. Is that Would that create a whole new entity? Now, I'm two entities instead of one? Like, that's what I'm doing. Not unless you get well, a new number. Yeah. Ooh, I it it, it ain't number. about the name. It's about the number. I'll, well, we need to, I want to yeah. find out if they get a whole new number when they change their identity. That's what I need to find out. Because I've never right. I've never met anyone who did that, but I would love to know if um, Caitlyn Jenner got a whole new number when she changed from Bruce. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She probably got to memorize. Also, like I got to memorize a whole new got the same number. number. Yeah, then it's she the probably same got the same number. She just probably uh, did a uh, name change. Hey, let me, but, but let you me know, open up. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to make this real quick. No, no, it was interesting. When I got um, hired at the, um, at the hospital here some months ago, I was in HR filling out some paperwork, and I was overhearing some of the HR people talking about how like, they were hiring these doctors, and they got told two Social Security numbers. And so one of the, one of the uh, HR people was saying, well, how the hell did they do that? Why did they get two? Two social security numbers, and the other girl was explaining to her where it's some type of law or something with them where they're allowed to have two social security numbers. I said, huh, but I know it's a little bit more than that, though, but that's, that's all I have to say. Interesting. Right. Wow. So don't, don't doctors have a certain number like business you have in trust? You got that EIN number. Don't they have some other kind of number, too? Or they were specifically yeah, talking about Social Security. As much as they get sued. <laughs> Lawyers got a P number. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was so security, yeah. it, it was Social Security numbers. Okay. 
Okay. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. They got to get okay, let me open. that, man. What, what Go ahead, Wes. So I'll just say the doctor's got a DEA number. Okay. 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 Got um, someone else there? Five oh, yeah, five four oh five five six eight four oh five. Peace, peace and love, family. Peace and love, man. Peace, peace, Naughty G. Man, I'm sending you and brother Thomas, uh, one of them sent the many senses, the uh, to how to be a how you could be a better friend. But brother, no, don't now. be like that, <laughs> <laughs> brother Thomas. Man, yo, great show as usual. But I wanna, I Thank wanna you, ask brother. you about, yeah, man. I wanna ask you about, um, as far as the the like the transhumanism, because you speak about that a lot, and I always get on your head, like, man, stop it, quick, get out of that. And you like, I'm telling you, this is happening. So I I spoke on I I, uh, I guess it was Doctor X show the other day, and I was talking about that movie The Hobbs and Shaw when he said um, this guy was a, a, a cyborg, and I know you broke down the cyborg, the humanoid, the you know what I mean the different robots, and but he said the more I become machine, the more I become humane. And that's AI to the fullest. And I'm like, wow. So, and they are really, tra- we've been talking about this for years, actually. What do we, I mean, do you think that that's really the move? I mean, the more I become machine, the more I become humane. I wanted to get your take on this, and I got one more question. Go ahead. Oh, man. Well, I guess they mean free. You know what I'm saying? You mean, but I mean, would you put on a machine that will guarantee you an extra fifty years of life? A healthy, a healthy fifty years of life added on. Would you put that machine on? Would you have them attach that to you? Mm. That's tough. I, I, my my natural self would say no, but. My selfish, my selfish side would say, yeah, but that's not natural. That's one of the demons that I gotta, you know, cope with. Yeah, so that's a tough question. Yeah. So that's how they're gonna hit you with this stuff. It's gonna be to enhance your living ability. You know, if you're, if you can make um so, uh, something that you could uh, a robot or a computer that you could put a little thing that you could put in people's liver and they never get liver disease or liver cancer and they make one for the lung and make one for the heart and make one for the kidneys and people are going to start living longer and have a higher quality of life and this is how this is going to be built to people um, well yeah well you, you you i don't know if you i think you missed my question because i'm i'm like again i'm gonna say he said the more machine i become the more humane i become and that's a super duper psyops program. I mean, I'm damn like I mean that's what the AI is gonna be taught. Like we will think for you. We because you guys can't think for yourselves. 
we will think for you. We will uh, teach you how to get along, basically. That's crazy. That's that's how I took it, bro. The more machine I become, the more humane I become. And I want to just take but on that they, for real, man. But don't well, they do that definition. Because you go to their school, they teaching you, they training you, you thinking the way that they want you. Ain't it kind of like that already? Every day. Yeah. You work but at I mean, their job. Well, uh, and that's programming. But now, when you're talking mm-hmm. about uh, when you're talking about AI, like Thomas, like Thomas be talking about, like with interface, that brain interface stuff is that's totally different. Programming is is like you know A B C D, you know, and that that chord. But what Thomas is talking about is like like implant chips. Like I mean, they can. Turn you into a killer or a lover or a, I mean a politi- I mean whatever. <laughs> that, that's what I'm, I'm worried about. Well, the definition for humane is marked by compassion, sympathy, or consideration for humans or animals. A humane prison guard, a humane way of treating farm animals. Um, yeah, so. I want I would like to throw a different spin uh on that. Uh I that is the the definition of it, but when you take uh history or historical um, timelines into consideration. Um, humane is the opposite of divine, and divine is what we were considered, especially when we were teaching and educating them and raising them up. They were hu- they were human, but we were thought of as divine. So that compassion and that defi- all those definitions, those traits that you read, was how we treated them and raising them up. So that was the definition of how we treated them because they weren't like that. They were raised in a cold environment. So, you know, it was cutthroat and kill or be killed and all the other negative connotations that go with that. So (laughs) we weren't like them. I mean, we are more like them now because they are in control and they shape the society. But our quest is not to be human. Our quest is always to be divine and to to raise in vibrations and, you know, to go on to our next assignment. We didn't fear death because we knew there was something after death. So there was really no need beyond taking care of your own vessel to extend life. So they're coming up with this this technology to extend life, but it's also to for them to continue to manipulate um, everything that's in the environment. So you have technology that is going to allow you to be able to partake in less nutritious food. So they can have plant-based or, quote-unquote, Star Trek replicator food that's going to be able to nourish you because you have all these, these technology and nanobots or whatever to to either repair 
or maybe that's really what you feed. So, you know, it, it still follows the, the Hegelian dialectic, if you ask me. It's still the same, uh, like Brother West was saying, you know, it's still the same plot, same plan. It's just they're advancing well, it, and they're just rolling out in different phases. At the beginning of the show, I said they create is, is transhumanism, transhumanism being um, human human enhancement either through DNA or through some type of mechanical um, apparatus attached to a human, right? They're creating this stuff to be more like us because we could do all this stuff naturally. You know, they're trying to even the playing field. All this comes from the science of eugenics. Eugenics was the study of our genes, black people genes, good genes. They don't have them. You know what I'm saying? This was all about us. So all that to say is we're humane. We're, we're the humane. You know, by them putting this technology on them, yeah, it's making them more like us. That's pretty much what he's saying, it's making us more, we were gentle, we were kind. You know, we were, we, from all the stories you read of the encounters they have with the Aboriginal people, regardless of they're from Africa, United States, even Australia, these were good, kind people to these white people when they came amongst them. Humane people who tried to help them tried to make sure they could survive the inclement weathers and whatever that they would encounter, and then they turned on them. And now this technology is making them more like us. That's all they're saying. You know, that's what I get out of it. But, you know, they, they'll never admit that. You know, the ultimate them is a terminator, you know what I'm saying, with a human consciousness. All they, only only thing that can exist in them, of them, is the consciousness. We're going to be more physically dominant than them just because of, you know, we, we're the, they're a replica of, well, everything is a replica of the, the creator, you know what I'm saying? So who, our ancestors who were much smarter were able to create all these other things using us, you know what I'm saying, all these other beings. And, you know, we call them races today, you know what I mean? But they're all replicas. They're, we're, we're always going to be the dominant. And in order for them to catch up, because they'll never do it naturally, they have to create technology. They could do it systemically with this system, but that don't change anything. You know what I'm saying? We still gonna be superior. So the only way they're gonna be able to catch up is to put a iron um, iron man suit on or to take some serum like Captain America did. Okay, because we're gonna do it naturally. Get what I'm saying? Yep. Now now um we got 13 minutes, and I just want to tell the listeners that you can call in and listen to the rest of the show or after at the top of the hour, and the call-in number is 323-642-1586. You can push the number one if you want to join the roundtable. Now, somebody was saying in the chat room that, um, where did, okay, it said, uh how do they possibly, getting back to the census, how do they possibly know how many people there are when we have a tongue of illegals that are not documented? So they really don't oh. know. Well, I guess they know documented every, people, but they don't know every illegal people. Every illegal alien mm-hmm. i ever seen got a cell phone. They're yep. buying phone cards okay. in the store. <laughs> they got an IP address. That's all they need is your IP address. That ain't That's all change. they need. That's like okay. your social security number. 
You got the same phone. You're going to have it for a while. They know it's you. Then they got voice recognition. Okay, you're going to talk. All the stuff I'm saying, they're doing it. They know exactly to the T how many mice are in this country, okay? Like, they know, they, you know, it, it's not even funny how, how many statistics and stuff these people have gone and doing everything. You know how many fish are going to be in the lake this year? Okay, this might be a good fishing year for y'all guys. You gotta, you know, they, they, this is what they do. You know what I'm saying? We need to start doing this. You know, we used to do this, man, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, but, yeah, you know, uh, what was your other Let question? Me, uh, on, put- on, let, let me open this line because they, who is this? Eddie? Uh, who, uh, there. Yeah, I had it dropped off and had to call back in. Yeah, I so. see you dropped off. Okay. All right. Yeah. This I, Eddie. I did, have, I did have another question, though. Peace, brother Go Eddie. Ahead. I love you so much, brother. Peace, fam. Um, um, the, 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 what's the, what's the, the census? Okay. 13%, they say 12 to 13% of the population on this land is African American, right? Yeah, that's and I'm wondering, yeah, and I'm wondering why, how could we fall? Me, Brother Thomas, Brother, man, we we all been talking about this years. I'm like, man, this numbers is so skewed. So why would you believe? One thing they say, and then you turn around and say everything they say is a lie, and and that's my question. There's never been um, a 13% population on this land of um, non-melanated people. And, I mean, everywhere I look, I'm trying to find it, but I can't get, I can't get to the – it's like, you know, you look on the Internet, and it's like this page is not available or – Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn! I go to the library, and I'm like, they don't have, they won't. It's it's very hard, yo. So, but I know for a fact that the numbers are so totally skewed. They lie, they lie, they lie. And right. before I mute myself, before I mute myself, I've noticed that they ain't doing the chemtrails in the day in the early morning. They doing them at night now. So if you go outside right now, you might see some. Some, some hot scotch in the sky. Peace and love, yo. Peace and love, brother. Well, I will say this. I've never seen a people have the same uh, statistical percentage of population for like 30 years. Like, we've been at 30% yeah. for a long time. Like, you telling me we didn't go up or down in 30 years, 40 years, you were able to keep us at the same percentage. Now that either goes to how precise they are at killing us, or and, and making sure we kill each other, or um, they're lying about the numbers. But the the thing, the argument that we had was more or less. You said that there's more black people in the United States than white people, and I said I seriously doubt that. You know what I'm saying? I think that they have uh, about sixty percent of the population. We might no, I didn't say black people. I didn't say black people. I said, oh, if I did, that was a mistake. Like, copper colored original people from this land. My bad. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you know what I mean. But, yeah, yeah. But I think that they have the the um, the um percentage on us. You know what I'm saying? I think that it might be 20% black. 
maybe 25%, but they definitely got about a good 60. And if we got 25, it's a bunch of, um, and this is how they play. This is why I don't like, you know, we got to get out of this race construct. We got to figure a way out of that because this is the game they got us in. Because I see a bunch of people that classify as Latino that are black. Obviously black. You look at them, they black. You know what I'm saying? But they classify as Latino because they come from a Spanish-speaking country. So if you add those numbers into our numbers, yeah, we have quite a quite a jump. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know that that that's how they use deception. That Latino Hispanic word, which really goes against their um, one drop rule. Because if it's one drop, you're black. And why are you calling these people Latino or Hispanic? You know, but they don't want us to be together because we are together. You know, they're descendants of the Aboriginals. They just was colonized. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's, I, don't, I don't know how yeah. to answer that question because I don't know the statistics. I just know that in New York, it's a it's a we got the most black people in the country in one place. It's about like almost between two and three million. And we definitely got more white people than black people. Ain't no doubt about it. Well, I'm going to disagree with that. But uh, you're just going to be uh, away from that race thing. Because remember what you said last night, Sister Bev, on that show? Sister Bev, you there? What I said. Yeah. Remember you said yeah, uh, a lot. Remember you said a lot of people getting woke to all this stuff that's going on last night. Remember you said that? Yeah, yeah, they are. And, and, and so eventually it's going to come to See, once we realize that the earth is physical, then the ones like us going to end up being, with that physical, going to be metaphysical. And then we're going to start coming together and doing some shit. Then it's going to be showing up them, them devils against the metaphysical. Okay, that's what they're trying to tell y'all what's getting ready to happen, y'all. Once people like us figure out how to use 100% of our powers in our brain. All right, like the X Men and, and Marvel Men and all that. Then we mm-hmm. got the ass. That's what's going. That's what's going to happen. That's that race what, thing. And that's what I. You're right. Race and I think that's why they're coming just, out with all this technology because they know that that's coming. It is. They know that exactly. the energy is that's coming back in, and they, I think they seeing and realizing that, you know, because again, the um, the population that gets the most abortion again are melanated people. And they studying. They still studying. We got the most. We got the highest percentage of people that are missing, you know, from women to children to even men. And they they studying the transformations that we are going through. And you know, I think they've been preparing they for this because they blood. see what's coming. Yeah, but they did a test they on a black baby, on a black baby and a white baby born at the same time, and the black baby got more advanced. Came in the world more advanced than the white baby. For instance, I think after like three or four months, the black baby know how to hold his head up without walking around like a bobber head, and the black baby end up walking first. All right, that's simple. That's simple right there. So, and but well, once uh, everybody start getting medical physical, well, we can control the weather and the elements and all our thoughts and, and, and shit. And it's gonna be all then, y'all. Yeah. It's a, it's a now what Wes said, <clears throat> Wes said, it's true, right? But you notice this, right? 
But they, they realized that too. That's why they would have their baby sucking on that black woman breast milk. You know what I'm saying? They was trying to figure out how come they babies couldn't stand up at, at, at five, six months to, you know, be walking at seven, eight months. They got to wait almost two years before the baby could walk. And so, you know, they started trying to but catch Wes up. But Wes told you. Um, Wes told you why. Because we are galactic. We, we from the from the universe. We're not from the We the, have 13, the earth. We have 13 more strands of DNA than them. Uh, they call it junk DNA. Okay, but they call it junk activate. DNA because they don't have it. But you understand? We got 13. <laughs> it's a brother named Dr. Ayibo. Dr. Ayibo, right. he'll, he explains this, right. how uh, he did the test. And based off of his testing, he won the Nobel Prize, but they never let him go and collect the award and stuff. But he uh, proved that, you know, genetically... Uh, it's called the theory of everything that we so far ahead genetically, which which is, goes back to my my premise that we created them and everybody else because everybody else falls behind. You know they're just the, the least behind. We have 13 more strands of DNA than them, and like someone just said, it's coming online. You know we're coming into the fourth dimension. The fourth dimension in real life, it, see in the technology world, it's like and da, da 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 In the real world, it's the dimension where the dead are. You understand? It's when you're able to tap into that that spiritual. Before you get to the, you're gonna ascend past that in the fifth dimension. That's why a lot of people won't make it past the fourth dimension. You're gonna be past that, but it's where your ancestors are. You know, you're gonna be able to tap into the energy of your dead relatives like crazy. Might need to set up an altar. You know what I'm saying? Some people have passed the fourth dimension. Go ahead. Mhm. Yes, they are. Uh, right quick, uh, to just bring things home to, and, and I was trying to get my little saying, everybody was on a good road, but for Brother Mel and for your conversation that you all have been having, uh, even dealing with this uh, phony number of percentile that they give of black people with my first book, I wrote about that 13. No, and this in, in the last book with 13%, how long have we been 13%? That's not the real point. The point is that number 13, you just right. put it and, and explained it perfectly true, to the true. family. 13 deals with that 13 strands that we have that they don't have. 13 is God. 13 right. is dark. That's why they know it's dark people. See? Dark people. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We said that, and when you look at the yeah. whole date, 12, 13, 20, 19 comes to a one. Well, that one is what Brother West said. We won. It's the one. Logic was what Brother Thomas said. Brother West said, we own the whole damn planet. Planet is one. We got to get on that one. Uh, Brother Thomas mentioned that census. The reinforcement behind the census of next year comes on that 11. 11-11. It's called October 1st, which is 11-2020, which is going to be called the real ID. That's going to put that stamp yeah. on the census. 
Yeah. If you didn't get in line with the senses that. and you try to get a damn real ID, you're going to have a problem. See, all of this is falling in line with everything. We're seeing it now. We're talking about it now. It's in the air. When we when you're talking about transhumanism, guess what? That's a damn 11. It's 47. 4 plus 7 is 11. And you mentioned on another show, uh, on the side of transhumanism was tra- transgender. Another 11, 47. Damn, ain't that something? 11, 11. How this shit keep coming up? Because it's a spiritual ramp that 4, 13, 1 plus 3, 11, 11, coming to 4. 4 is spiritual. This is a spiritual ram that we're in. The fourth dimension is spiritual. Even the number reflects it. Spirit is four. This is the real fight, which is four. We're fighting for. For the revealing of the fourth damn dimension. The universe is dictating those who get it and those who don't. We ain't got shit to do with it but to flow with it and to give the information we've been given to help each other get to that level, which is the one, that frequency. We yeah. are trying to get on so we can be like that whole flock going the same way That's at right. any given time because Brother we feel Eddie, that. Question? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. This is Brother Rio. Um, do, you see, do you think <clears throat> that is why we are continuing to see uh, a greater influx of um, the interracial dating really being um, beat over our heads right now. I mean, it seems to go in cycles, but I mean, it just really seems to be heavy right now. You know, it's in all the TV shows, it's in all the media ads and, and, and different propaganda. I mean, it just, you always see, I'm seeing more interracial uh, couples. I'm in Atlanta, I'm supposed to be in the black Mecca, but I'm seeing more mm-hmm. interracial couples. Yeah, I agree. It sounds to me like that 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 fits right into um, exactly what you're explaining because they have they want to have that a melanin, way bro. to tie in. The vampires mm-hmm. want and that melanin, man. They vampires. They want that melanin, man. And I'm thinking well, uh, that's how they're able to tap into these different dimensions now because they have they've been intermingling enough to where they have enough uh, DNA or the capability to at least. Uh, be more aware of these stargates and, and different uh, phenomena that they have not a clue was there except for what we left or what we gave to them. But now they're they're having the capability to interact with these different um, phenomena. The, the interracial dating is part of the um, the fourth wave of feminism, and it, it's coming out of the L, um, not the LGBT that Me Too movement, right? Because women want white women in particular, they want equal rights to men. And white men ain't going to give it to them, you know. So they, 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 a lot of those people from that movement, what they have is a black man, you know what I'm saying? Because they already, you know, not equal to <laughs> Black men ain't never going to be equal to them. So as far as they concerned, so they got a man they can rule over, you know what I'm saying, and be the man in a relationship. And that's why you see a lot of that. It's being promoted on the campuses, uh, it's being promoted on the Kardashians. You know what I'm saying? They promoting. Mm-hmm. Well, that's coming out of that feminist movement that you see today, that Me Too movement. This is a huge branch of it. And um, you start to see, and it's been going on for a long time, at least 30 years, because you see a lot of the remnants of that in the NBA. 
You understand? You see all yeah. these mixed race, white mom, black yeah. dad players. Like where yeah. you, where you find all these um how, yeah. how did this dichotomy come out of all these players? It's because they 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 mothers was one of the early people in that movement, you know what I'm saying? And um yeah, so um you it'll be surprised how many of that that you see going around in places like in the south, you know, down in the rural areas, you know what I'm saying? We already know in Tennessee, you know what I'm saying, brother Rio, that's big. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, I'm shocked that I don't see as much of it in young people in New York. I see it like I can see an old interracial couple, but I don't see a lot of young interracial couples like that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's odd. Uh, I, I expect to see. I, I see a lot of interracial gay couples. You know what I'm saying? With with with, with a with a black dude with some extra tight pants with a white boy. You know that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That or or stuff, like the mayor I'm, from Chicago. <laughs> oh yeah, you see a lot of juice, juice smoles. You know what I'm saying? Juice smoles. But you don't see a lot of um that yo, that's one of the stories of the year, yo. For real, yo, this brother. He wanted us to believe that white people was outside at damn near thirty degrees below zero with MAGA hats on. Y'all know how cold thirty degrees below zero. Y'all know in Chicago how cold thirty Yeah, his head and white stay on your head. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dumb, you know, so, uh, with no bleach you and holding bleach, though. your Dumb. hands, your hands are hey, your dad and white. Yeah, his dad and white, the Russian Jew. His dad and white, man. His dad and white. Yeah, his dad and Russian white Jew, man. Mhm. That's how he got on in the Hollywood so easily. Uh, he was talented. He got that black talent. Um, you know what I'm saying? And um the Jews, you'll find a lot of them they practice that, that same dichotomy differently where you'll see the white man with the black woman. You won't see the mm-hmm. white woman with the black man as often. But with regular white people, you know, they you know, you'll see the other way. That's all coming out the feminist movements because we all know uh if you see a lot of the the programming that you're seeing this interracial stuff. Look at the producers' names, Feinstein and Weinstein. You know what I'm saying? It's the same people pushing that whole agenda to the fact where they got Cheerio commercials with um, interracial couples. You know, so it's like, wow, you know, not just because you you got money like Kanye or, or, you know, um, Lamar Odom or somebody, you know what I'm saying? It it, it could just, you know, it's just Cheerio commercials. Yo, Brother Thomas. Brother Thomas. Yo, what is up with that, bro? I mean, like everything. If you got a prime time show on NBC, CBS, or all them alphabet people, if you have um, uh, uh, interracial, it's a family. I mean, they even have the white men with the the, the biracial sister with black ass African looking children and. <laughs> What the hell, yo? Is it, they pushing this agenda yeah. hard, bro. They got they got one well fat white dude that's stalking the African lady, man. He's stalking that lady. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. Yo, this shit yeah. is crazy. And then the Watchmen, the Watchmen, 
um, the um, what is the other one? Black Lightning. All of them. They have to push that LGBT shit, the yeah. LMNOP shit. They have mm-hmm. to push that biracial shit. It's it's crazy, man. This is yo. Know, why are we still just sitting them, letting them just do it? Well, see, way? and I don't, I don't watch those. Don't watch but what I see it at is in the reality TV where they pushing it. Like, you can't have a loving hip-hop without two or three gays on there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, or yeah. transgender. Or, you know, it has to be a part of the casting. Yeah. Everyone has to mm-hmm. be accepting of this. You know, that's really what they're trying to do. Take hey, hey, accepting. But I said this saying? I said this a couple of weeks ago, though. I mean, a couple of months, a few months ago. Why is it that, okay, yeah, you a homosexual. You like, you know what I'm saying, smoke man cigars. That's cool. So, but why do you feel like you could be flamboyant and you can get in these sisters' faces and argue and fuss and fight with them as if you're a girl? And it's like yeah. society is making that shit okay. Like, they can get in them sisters' mm-hmm. faces and, and, and pour drinks in their faces and, and all of this shit they showing us. That's crazy. So, because you're gay and you want to be feminine, that gives you the right to when you still have the capabilities physically as a man, but because you want to identify as a, I'm not going to say the B word, but I'm just saying, and then they, they let them get all in them sisters' faces, pour drinks on them, disrespect them, and, the and, and, and rah rah at them. They Every day, 
You know, I watch people come around the block and they see him running with us or whatever, and they say the f word, and yo, we back up like yo, we told you don't call him that, yo, and bam, now you don't got beat up by him, and you can't even show your face to no more because he's gonna clown you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But yeah, man, you got to be careful with that, man. And um, that's that's a scary thing when you see that because they getting you to accept that. And these chicks really think that they could, you know, fight this man and win. And then you get the other aspect of it where you get this butch chick, right? Because I seen one on the train one day. She got on the train and then she opened her legs like a dude, like, and a dude went and sat next to her. And he opened his legs like a dude and pushed hers out the way. And she felt some kind of way. And she get up in his face. And it was like, yo. Please sit down, lady, because he's going to hurt you. Like, you you not a man, yo. Hey, they you take, know what I'm saying? They, they taking them drugs, though, man. They taking them drugs. Yeah, but yeah, that ain't going to help you, the military, man. too. Yeah, yeah but that ain't going to help you. Yeah, but that ain't good. You saw it was just a fight in, I think, the UFC where they had this chick. Same weight, same height, yeah. same everything. Mm-hmm. Dude, man, beat the hell out this girl, man. Like, it just... I don't care how much testosterone you pump in you, it ain't real testosterone. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's certain thing. I personally don't think women should be in war fighting. That's not what they for. I agree. You know what I'm saying? I agree. They they, they have a role. Have you noticed like, that there's an uptick in the? Have you noticed that there's an uptick in 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 women in the military? That's a, bad. A huge uptick. A huge uptick. And, and an uptake in rapes in the military and all types of things as a result of that. You know what I'm saying? And what's going to happen when uh, we go to war with someone? Well, the United States, pardon me. When these crackers go to war with someone, and, of course, they're going to send us over because a lot of us don't understand civilians. They're supposed to fight in these people's war. But you're going to go fight, and they're going to capture your daughter or something in one of these stupid wars. Now, what you think they're going to do to a captured woman? You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. It's going to be train city. You know what I'm saying? On tape. You know, like, it's, it's just stupid. It's not something you're supposed to do, man. It's it's it's, it's, it's going to be a demise to the military, if you ask me. You know? Well, that's part of the choice, man. They make people uh, draw, volunteer for their army, man. These women should be volunteer to go over there and fight, man. You got the class of, uh, what's that, uh, West Point, where 33, uh, 23 black women in, went to West Point, and now they officers, man. Navy, too. Mm. Mm. Well, man, you know, I just hope them sisters don't get caught in the midst of a war, you know what I'm saying? I hope they keep them on the base or something, because... You know, that's dangerous, man. It's just not a place for... You're supposed to protect the women and children. That's why you, the man, goes to war. They don't need you for no other damn reason. You go get the man, you go hold the the village down. That's your job, man. And they run the damn village and you hold it down, you know. And, And you come home and you live like a king because you held the village down and everybody's safe and secure. That's the way it's supposed to work. You're not supposed to send... The people that hold your children to damn war, that's stupid, man. I don't care how they add it up, man. Well, I think the greater danger is when, you know, they start coming back with this, you know, all this PSPD, right. you know. That's when, right. When you have, 
you think you think society crazy now? Wait till they start coming yeah. back crazy. That's right. I mean, it's really gonna be off the chain. Really gonna yeah. be off DJ. Yeah. The kids are gonna be out of control, and and it's gonna be a madhouse. Yeah, you're right, man. When they come back with PTSD, strung out on whatever drugs, because that's always a huge part of that military, too. Going to come back on dope or some other drug, wherever they had you. They only go to war for certain things, man. Drugs, you know, number one on they list all the time is drugs. They probably, they don't need to go to war for you. They, they No, they don't need to. They already, they already put all them people in place there. That's their puppets. Anytime they get out of line... They go over there and remove them. You know what I'm saying? They don't. They only go send troops there to hold down the fields while they do it. They burn the field down, call in their contractors to rebuild it. It's, it's a hustle, man. This is that's how they get their paper. But they go to war for drugs, man. That's what they go to war for, man. Number one, foremost, opium. They done been to so many wars for opium, including Afghanistan. Including the Ottoman War, which was World War One, all over opium, Turkish opium. Man, this is how they get down, man. They 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 drug dealers, man. And then they got us thinking we the big drug dealers because we got a corner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I got the block lock, man. I mean, they, that ain't nothing, bro. How you move cocaine around the world without the military? Then talk about pirates and stuff in the sea. How you gonna move? A ship full of cocaine. How do they got cocaine in China that came from Colombia, Peru, or Bolivia? Now, how the heck did it? We know Colombia, Peru, and Bolivia can't get no ship across the ocean without the United States allowing them to. You know what I'm saying? Or, or is the ship coming in a United States ship? We just had the J.P. Morgan ship full of coke in Philly. We just talked about that. You know what I mean? That's right. The biggest drug dealers in the world. The economy, the U.S. dollar is backed by cocaine, then oil, because they the cocaine dealers to the whole world. Ain't nobody else getting that drug. And you ain't getting it in the U.K. without the U.S., without that, without them going to Colombia, putting it on a ship and sending it there. That whole Mexican drug cartel stuff, that is, that's... That's little neighborhood beef stuff. That ain't nothing. You know but, what I'm saying? But, but, the, Brother Thomas, what about the, the heroin and the, and the pharmaceuticals, the pharmaceuticals, the heroin, the, uh, I mean, all the rough. You know, we still over there in Afghanistan and guarding them poppy. We, who is we? Who is we? Who is we? Well, no, no, no. They, they, good point, they good still. Point. My bad, my bad. Yo, yeah, hey, opium, man, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't have no good friends. <laughs> no, the opium on the streets don't come from don't come from Afghanistan. The opium on the streets come from where it always came from over there, Vietnam, China area. The opium in the pills come from Afghanistan. If you notice from the time of that war. You don't have Percocets come out. You don't have Oxycontin. That's come why out. I say pharmaceutical. Yeah, you know pharmaceutical oh. grade. That's the medical grade. Yeah, yeah, the that's the medical grade. Yeah, morphine yeah. comes from Turkey. All morphine that you have in the hospitals and stuff that come from Turkey. That's Turkey heroin or Turkey Turkey poppy that they grow. You know what I'm saying? But that's not enough. That's not powerful enough to make an Oxycontin pill. They need that high-grade stuff from Afghanistan where it comes from natural. It's indigenous 
You know, there, you know what I mean? But, yeah, man, these people are huge drug dealers, man. That's the one thing they go to war for, bar none, is drugs, you know? Anytime you see the CIA, they drugs. That's what they do, you know what I'm saying? Worldwide. All this weed and shit, that's, that's, they only going to do this because they going to make money off of it. All them seeds coming from all over the world. You know what I'm saying? That they putting in and they, they mixing with this seed and that seed to make this stream. That's all. That's a business, man. You know? Yeah. So, Brother Thomas. Okay, so is that that mentality that, that it's like the reverse of either, either get down or lay down, right? Well, that the um the, the thing whenever something becomes too profitable, the government has to step. It's like they have to step in. Whether it's tobacco, alcohol, um, weapons, mm-hmm. firearms, um, anything that just gets too big. Internet. Why are they Why are they being so slow on? Controlling the internet because is it because of the money behind it? Well, I guess that's no. That's they already control it. Why do yeah, you, already so it's saying it's a plan. It's an agenda. Okay. It's theirs. They invented it. They, they control they, the information, they, man. They, they it's in it's in their agenda. It's, it's theirs. They it's nothing you can do on the internet. They don't know. And I said right. it when we did the um, quantum, um, not not the um, the dark the dark web. So they rock, let they'll let you rock on the dark web, but when they want to crack down on you, they'll go and crack down yeah. on you. They they know yeah, everything. But you when, when like, just like me and Sister Bear was talking about the other night, uh, as far as like monopoly, and there's there's statues in place that prevent that supposedly prevents monopolies. And I mean, then you like you know you got Con Ed, you got you know what I'm saying, oh, brother West, you down there, y'all got your it's monopolized. You don't have three or four different power companies you can you can or water companies. It's, it's a it's a Nobody monopolized do. system, and, right? Yeah, and the government because it's their infrastructure. Yeah. Look at yeah. it like yeah. this with with the number. Numbers of the word when you look at internet, we say we're dealing with our spiritual realm, dealing with metaphysics. Meta five, physics four, nine. Internet is five, net is four. The internet is an artificial metaphysical mindset that we enter the limits. Are the limits? Come on, baby. That's how yes, the internet sir. is. It's taking us sir. off of our metaphysical plane every time we enter the net. That's all I want to add. You enter the net, you got you get stuck on that web. That's how you get do it. Do it. Remember the internet, One you going into, and the other coming into you. That's it. That's why you yeah. got the web is eleven that's tying you up. Entering the net and you so, just caught in the web. And the internet the web, you. the web is the the internet is the infrastructure that the web runs on. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So all the wires and stuff like that, or the thing that connects everything yeah. together, the Wi Fi, that's the internet 
all those wires, but the the web is what we what we are using once we get on the internet to inter you to interface with the internet. We need to use the web, you know. So we gotta put www blink 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 whatever, regardless of what we what whatever we're gonna do on that internet. Even if we push a little button on our phone, it's just doing the background typing www for us. You know what I'm saying? You hit Facebook or whatever, it's doing the background typing of that website, and it just opens up. You know what I'm saying? So the internet and the web are very, very, very dangerous, but also they're very, very, very uh, important for us to get free. Because that's where all the mm-hmm. information we need to free ourselves from yeah, be at. You know what I'm saying? So we need to stop using the internet to a lot of people well, use it to play games yep. and shit. You know, I use it as a weapon. This is going. This is yeah. our tool because I know that what they're going to do to the internet is they have this thing called a blockchain, and once they implement yep. this blockchain and uh, uh to the internet. Right, it's gonna limit what you could watch on the limit. You you're only gonna be able to watch what's in this block. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna be able to access and they kinda already got that in place where it's certain stuff that used to be there, you used to look it up and you could go to the web page and now you gotta go twenty pages in to find that site. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to or they took it off completely, so they put the, the, the block on, you know what I'm saying? They block what you can see on the internet. You know what I mean? It's based off of the, the them knowing where your consciousness is, based off of them tracking what you already know. You know what you what, what? Your, your lack of interaction with them in the entertainment space where they want to keep us at. They know, okay, this person's serious. We gotta block them in and keep them in a chain. Well, look at him. Like my man Eddie said, our ancestors. We can always was on the world wide web through the wind. The air and the sun. That's the natural God internet right there, brother. Through the sunlight. When that sunlight busts you in the head, that sunlight busts you in the head, that's the real data from the most high. When the wind blow like Eddie said, that's the most high blowing that 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 that, that information in your head, bro. We got the natural world wide web. Ain't no right, Miss Bell. You right, you right on. You on it. I guess I just get tired of hearing about what they got and what they doing. That's I, right. I want to. I mm-hmm. want to focus on us. There you go. The real deal, not the invitation. The real deal. That's right. That's right. So I ain't worried about nothing what they throw out because we already got the answer to it. I don't need to walk out. out Walk outside, let that sunlight bust you in the head, let the wind, the breeze blow through your ears. You got the answer right there, man. Well, um, the the um internet um that they have, you know, that we use, that we are right now. Um, you know what I'm saying You know that Definitely not natural You know what I'm saying Like you said The air The wind You know all those natural things um, However they got all this infrastructure Called the internet around 
knocking out the right frequencies we supposed to be getting. Uh, not to mention the chemtrails or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we got to uh, rise above that. I've been doing some research on crystals, and I've been seeing this brother yep. who got crystals. He, he just points the crystals at the chemtrails, and they start, you know, moving. He starts controlling, yeah. like, the stream with the crystals, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's organized, man. That's organized. Yeah, that's what that's all night, night, all night, night. Yeah. yeah, so I was looking at that and I was amazed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm going yeah. to do some more research on that as a... Mm-hmm. Don't we have crystals bit. in our mind? Don't we have that's crystals right. in our mind? So, I mean, how come we can't just point and look at it and yeah. let our inner crystals do the same thing? You can get and your that's how we evolve it. your power, right? Yeah, that's how we, we evolve it. Our blood is getting crystallized. Our blood get crystallized every day, man. Yeah, your blood going from regular red blood to crystallized. Dr. Blair said they would go down to the beach. He said like he'll take a group of like two hundred people, and they would all you know put down mats and they start meditating and they could make the waves start reversing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they, they would and be in such true. a deep meditation and all have that same thought. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, therefore, uh, those waves started reversing. And that goes back to what I was saying with a cold. You know what I'm saying? That's the same. If people are operating on a cold, you know what I'm saying, which is that wave, you know what I mean? We, we're controlling the wave because we operate it in a way no one else knows. We, we are our own secret society. You know what I'm saying? We know, I understand what you're doing because you want cold. You understand what I'm doing. And at the end of the day, what needs to be get done, me gets done. There's no need to second guess it because that logic tells us that's what needed to get done. You know what I'm saying? It's no, oh, you should have did this. You should have did that. Nah, I'm just go- I, I needed to do what I needed to do to get us. To, you know what I'm saying? It, it's just going to be a part of the code. And I, I hope going into the eleven eleven, you know what I'm saying, we start to tap in. Because technically, fourth dimension means that we're supposed to have a portal opening that we're going through. That's really what it means, you know what I'm saying. We'll be able to see through. We're going to the other side, you know what I'm saying. But uh, in the while we're going, that intermediate period between, you know, the third and the fifth dimension is is you know you just get into that fifth dimension you know what i'm saying get into that to that um darkness that dark part of space where we're going to see all types of planets that we never knew existed and stuff you know what i'm saying and that stuff could have been there the whole time it's just that we wasn't in the right dimension to see it you know what i'm saying it could be right there no, it could i just think that everybody no, I think that everybody is on different vibrations. Some people are very That's right. There. Some people just get That's there. right. So it, it, that's it right. So, like I say, you got people that's on 15th dimension, way past 4th right. dimension. That's right. No, I'm not talking bear. about the bear. I'm we're, talking we're, about we're, um, the earth. Go ahead, brother. Nah, and that's what she's talking about. I'm talking about. Well, I was just not, the individual person on the planet, I'm talking about the planet itself, is going into the fourth dimension of space, not, you know, in what we call space. It's moving. We're moving through space, and we're going into a part of the space called the fourth dimension. It's not so much 
Um, you know, it's people that they've been vibrating on a higher dimensional plane in the third dimension because, you know, that's how they were born on a higher dimension. But, you know, we got to get every, the planet itself is everyone's getting there now. You know, it's not just who's there. You know, everyone's getting there whether they like it or not because the planet's going there. Go ahead, man. I, I agree, but like she said, some people... They vibration gonna be so low, they ain't, they gonna miss the whole thing. They gonna be still out here they fighting. Right, everybody. Then the children bathe, 
the water all natural. They would get ready to throw the water out, and the baby was still in the water. Them fuckers they didn't know how to bathe. But, and but then, brother, uh, can I ask when they got married, let me put this in. Then when they got married, that's why they always have a June wet where they got flowers. So when they got married, they were so goddamn stink. The woman had to cast some flowers, y'all. That's what the <laughs> wedding by with the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Wes, what is it? What is it about us? What is it about our spirit <laughs> and our? <laughs> what is it about us and our spirit and our um, just our our connection with nature and Mother Earth that um, allowed us to become um, in our situation? What, what, what's your opinion? I would like to. I mean, it's like we learn how to man. Well, let me before I just real quick. When when they say you know in wars, and when you when they tell the stories of they will kill women, children, I mean babies, everything they would, and and that's just not in our spirit. It's just not in our spirit. And I'm wondering, should we? I mean, I don't even know the question. I'm like, damn. I mean, we're so different from them people. If a if a fly land on my eyeball, I'm gonna probably uh, put my damn eye out trying to flick it off. But but Hillary like let it just hang on her eyeball. We so different from them. Cause she's not real. Yeah, well, that, that yeah. Hillary yeah. was real though. That even her. Laboratories. But they spirit is so different, and it's it's like wow, why are we why are we keep going through this. What the hell are we going to do with these people, man? I mean, should we let them just go ahead and self Why are you even worried about them? You're, yeah, yeah, that's right. Tell them, man. Well, well because, because I have to deal with them daily. And I'm like, damn, I mean, if they're if they going to self-destruct, but it's going to be a lot of collateral damage. And I'm like, damn, I mean, should we... I mean, should we... How's it going to be a lot of... Con- just let them do them, and you do you. You discover who That's you it. are, and let them do them. Right. Yep. Okay. Okay. So they time up. It has to be. So you you roll it right every time they uh, mess with you. They gonna have a damn catastrophe. Something bad happen to them. Not the universe ain't playing with this dog gonna come to Christmas, man. All right, once you know how to tap into the universe where everything is uh, a physical, where everything is physical, everything got a consequence, all right? Whatever action equal opposite reaction, then you tap into that, bro, and you keep yourself rolling good, and when they fuck with you, they going to have a bad day, bro. That's all right? right. That's how to do it. Like, that's, that's, that's true. You ain't got to go get you, bro, no gun but... or nothing. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like this on the spiritual, on the metaphysical level. Like, damn, how much we gotta take, though? God damn, it's enough. Is See, enough. you looking at it like that? You looking at it like you fighting it, man? You gotta roll with nature. You roll with nature, man. You letting it roll with nature. We right? are nature. Uh, let go, me say man. this. Let me let me say this, brother Mel. Understanding, we're getting back on universal time. You are still under man's. Artificial yeah. time yeah. that you're trying yeah. to equate yeah. 
this time, yeah. with the time you're talking about, we're in now. We're light years in time ahead of our time catching up with it. But we're on man's program, artificial time, we're trying to break out of. And that's what you're equating <laughs> this bullshit ass time. That's what I'm yep, fucking up, huh? <laughs> Right. That's right. You're right. That's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's just hard. I mean, it's, it's I'm programmed, man. Yeah, I'm listening to how you talk. You said it's yeah. hard. So you program. Yeah, it's hard. You create. I'm going to program. That's right. But I know you better. Your I words, know right? better, though. Yeah, I know better. But I I understand. Your I'm under the damn program. Thoughts. Yeah. You got to yeah. figure out how to do well, better, how to do it, man, how to do it. Yeah, you're right. And I'm glad I got family like y'all, man, to, to check my ass. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, check this out. It's I like, a, it's like a hypnosis. Uh-huh. Yeah. I saw a video today. I'm trying to find title so I can give y'all a title to it. Oh, I know how to find it. But it was a scientist, a Chinese scientist and this dude took a monkey DNA and put it inside of a pig. Yeah, so I saw that. It was a pig, a pig, half pig, half monkey creature he created. Mm-hmm. And what they saying is that what they want to do is get to master this, you know, process to the point where they could put human DNA inside of the pig, and then the hu- the pig could grow human organs that are needed for surgery. Yeah, they're already doing so they that. Won't have to use they you know that. humans. Yeah. They're already doing yeah, that. So, uh, yeah. this this way they the way that they're talking about it um, with this this process is um, they can grow specific you know like um, organs and certain like. You know, you need kidneys. This, these certain animals would be used to grow kidneys because they have a certain, you know, match type to humans, whatever. These ones would be used to grow lungs, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just, uh, you know, the science but that why? they're coming with is that Dr. Dr. Frankenstein type stuff because um, what right. happens to those, those half-human, half um pig people, you know, they still gonna have a mind, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna have a soul probably, you know. Hey, what hey, hey, like bro. They've human, been taking they've been taking uh, they've been taking they've been taking hearts out of pigs and putting in people, man, for years, bro. For years. People yeah, around doing yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this this is um, But it ain't like I'm gonna send you the I'm gonna send you the work. Yeah. No, no, I got it you, bro. I'm gonna send you the video. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send y'all a video. This is more sophisticated than what they was doing in the past. You know what I'm saying? This is way more, a lot of technology advancements added yeah. to this, this science, you know. So I'm going to send y'all a video. And like I, I'm not saying that this is um, something we should have. I'm just saying, like, this is something that they, they put out there. And um, um, my yeah. thing is... Whatever grows comes out of a human, you know what I'm saying? It, it might, you know, be an intelligent being, you know, like, you know, what are they going to do with these things, you know what I'm saying, if they don't use them or whatever, you know, like, you know, it, it's a lot they of... walking humanity. around now. He's looking mm-hmm. at the, That's right. them hearings at the Democratic Party yeah. with some like shifting them 
with their eyes about to yep. budge out. They walking around yeah. now. Been walking around for years. That's right. Yeah. You absolutely You're right. right it then it got me thinking when we look at the walls of Kemet and we see the half men, half fish. Like, what was that where they were at their sophisticated level with the same science? You know what I'm saying? Where they was actually able to have a, you know what I'm saying? Or is that more of a metaphysical spin on things? Because when you start to see stuff like this, you start to say, man, that could have really happened. Because before it was like metaphysics, you know what I'm saying? Or he's the hawk or whatever. You know, he's he's Anubis, you know, because he's, you know, but now you could really have, you know, in the in the future with the technology today, uh, a half million, half dog walking around. Uh, maybe that was where they were thousands of years ago with the same technology that they, you know, they just catching up to it today. You get what I'm saying? Well, this, because you could also don't see they say that, nothing is mm-hmm. nothing is new. Don't they say we just Nothing study under the keep sun. going around and around? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Besides, you got but, people like they were talking about last night that know how to shape shift, man. Turn into anything, bro. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I need to. I need to. Uh, and you that. need to. And you, you, know you need saying? to read the book. But, I, I forgot the name of the book, but you need to read the book on the Bacaba. You know, all of us got the bacabas, and and it helps you shake shift. Mm-hmm. And I'm you got women be shake shift at all times, brother. Man. Yeah, now, and brother now, panic. Now, he, he gave you now, some good you, occult stuff too. No, I want you to bro. Can you define what um shape shifting means, stuff, bro. When you see a woman shake shift, man, you see a woman look one way today and tomorrow she looks different. That's shape shifting, bro. <laughs> and don't let them attitude change. That's shape shifting. How she could put on a wig and change her whole look. Yeah. Show we. Oh, okay. So you talked about like um the sky. No, that's physical. No, that's physical. Just do it. Just do it. Do different hairdo and putting on a different outfit. You mean like that's physical. Or, that's uh, physical. That's that's. Change. Can a can a man shape shit? Yep. Everybody can. That's what see, everybody can. Especially all these men yeah. acting like women and fucking there when they fucked up attitude. These boys got these fucked up attitude. <laughs> they shape shifting the women. Okay. Okay. All right. So like a tranny, a tranny's a shape shifter. Don't have, don't you think some of them was a boy? And then now you look at them and they looking like a girl. That's a shape shifter, but that's a physical shape shifter. Got you, got you. I'm going to look into this macabre thing because I've always wondered when you say shape shape shifter. When they say shape shifter, I'm thinking they mean like, like, um, like have you ever seen the Terminator where, um, they, they they bump into someone and then they could look exactly like the person they just bumped into, like, you know, shape shifting yeah. to that person. Like mm-hmm. that that's what I thought they meant. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that, well, that's it do. too. That's part they of do. it too. That's the spiritual side. That, yep. they do. That's the spiritual yep. side of it. Yep. But understanding even with the number change, it's all that game dealing with five. Five is change. 
When we talk about transformation, mm-hmm. transformation is five. When we talk about transmutation, that's five. Yeah. When we talk about Thanks. transmitter, that's five. Mm-hmm. See, we transmitters. Yep. yep. And receivers at the same time. Yep. So when we start seeing these numbers behind every word we say, we say, God damn, they they running big game on us. Yeah. <laughs> they call it the Big Bang yeah. Theory. Big Bang. I am. Same thing. Science, they called it Big Bang. Religion, they called it I am. It's all that big game they running. But now that we are where we're supposed to be, no more than the transmitters and receivers. Yep. That's the I am that we are. That's the I am and the am I. That's it. The I am and the am I. When you look at it, I am, am I really, I am by number, when they abbreviate am, I am, the am, we looking at my, am I, which is the frequency of the earth in reverse, mm-hmm. 528. Yes, sir, there it is. Back to that, see, we see how they so. <laughs> Brother, brother Eddie, though, so do you remember the, the day that me and the family went out our first exhibition for our business? It was me, mm-hmm. Thomas, uh, everybody, and, and I didn't realize that I am, that I am, was in the Bible, and you remember y'all all clown me on that? I meant that, though. Do you remember that day? Yeah, I remember. Thomas, Thomas, you remember that day. And I was like, man, I didn't know that that was biblical. Yeah, I, but I, I do. But yeah, I, am I, I am that I, when I say that yeah, I am that I am, that's what I You got impossible and I'm possible. Same letter. No, it was. And I am possible. Yeah. And I am yeah. possible. But, but see, I didn't know. I didn't know none of that. I didn't know. I just was speaking from my heart, and it was like I am who I meant, like who I am. Me, I'm. I'm just in in this universe. I am that I am, and I didn't know that was in the Bible, but I I spoke that, and I mean that's how all of us are. We are all of we are who we are. We, I mean, it's just an energy. It's not a but see Name. what you just—it's not what you just said, right? To me, that's the the I am that I am is the problem. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the what? That's the that's a problem. That's the one God construct. Okay. That's the the I am. I, we need to get what you just said. We are what we are. You know what I'm saying? A, a form of unity, or, or not unity, but unification. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a unified, a unified mind. You know what I'm saying? Because I am is uh-huh. the material world. When you were just thinking about yourself. See, I didn't you know, know nothing about that. that matter, yeah. mass, that's the material oh, world we're in. Jay-Z is the God MC. He's the I am. Well, I mean, that's totally speaking totally from that. Can I interject just slightly? And it's it's 
you, you limit your understanding yeah. when we limit to just words and not the number to see the whole. That's why numbers are totality. So when I see the I right. am, which by number is 52, that's your consciousness, my brother. That's a yeah. service. That's your rebellion okay. against culture. The okay, I yeah. am is you okay. against this shit we talking about. That's the okay, I am. Okay. But hey. when you only look okay. at it in one facet of the program, then we yeah. stuck in what we okay. embrace of the program, and we can't see okay. the whole damn picture. And that's what the numbers are trying to tell us. It's a total thing and not separate. That's the whole thing you're talking about and uh, okay. seeing okay. the I am as a we and not a me. Yeah. Turn that okay. M upside okay. down okay. and you're going to okay. see the okay. we and the me. Okay. Yeah, okay. see, okay. my man, okay. my man, okay. Thomas no. yeah. but, 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 no. man, Thomas hell hell no. what I don't, I don't deal with, with the, the spirituality, I don't deal with the numbers. Well, that's all I deal with. Hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? That's what that's hey, what they got. Real. They got people out here who do that. I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Well, you don't those do it, but they do you. Hey, people, hey, Miss Bell. Those people. <laughs> you don't do nah, it, but they do you. Come on, man. Come on, come on, come on. Finish, Tom. Finish. 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 Because I'm about to. I'm about to Please. real get. I really want to express I don't myself. Know. Finish, I don't Tommy. deal with those things. You know what I'm saying? That's not where. Okay, got you. My what do you deal with? And things like that go with. You know what I'm saying? I just deal with. How I see things, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's your spirit, bro. As, you see shit through that. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but see, brother. he see through his spirit. Listen to eyes. He's not that's looking right. through his spirit. So eyes. if y'all want, so, if y'all want, if y'all want so yeah. spiritualized, y'all need to bring a spiritual person on here. I don't do that. I'd look at time. No, and I what dig it that. Is. I dig as far that. As what it is. And this is what it's going to be because that's what it's going to be. That's what it, I'm just showing you a pattern of showing this is how it's going to come to happen. You know what I'm saying now? The, you, could, the way uh, you see it. The way the you way, see the it. The way that the information is being presented, you know what I'm saying? This is this is what I see. How you know the, the information is right? Of the, um, it's back. It's, it's true. You don't know. That, you never know. I I don't deal with belief. You know what I'm saying? That, if, that like I said, if you want, to I heard you say belief two or three times earlier, bro. You know what I mean? I and you know, and you know, the word lie is in belief. Yeah, the word yeah. Lie is I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't deal with, I don't deal with belief. Yeah. I deal with, bro. You just yeah. said it earlier, man. Play the tape back. Hold on, listen, 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 brother, wait a minute, brother Thomas, brother Thomas, you're not listening, you're not letting me finish saying what I'm saying, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, I don't deal with belief as far as, like, belief in a spiritual aspect, you know what I'm saying, what I'm telling you is, based off of the reality of what the situation is, this is where they're going with what their plan to go forward is. Now, I could believe that something's going to change yep. that plan, but I have to prepare for the fact that if that doesn't work, okay? Yeah, Even yeah, ain't enough yeah. for me to say, okay, well, you know, a lot of we, a lot of people going on believing, and that didn't work good for them, you know what I'm saying? So Got to have a plan people, B. 
the truth about what where they're trying to take things so that way they could prepare. Now, if they want to believe in a spiritual thing, then that's what they should do. And don't prepare for what's going to happen, and maybe it won't happen. You know what I'm saying? I could dig it. Nah, bro. You make perfect. That happen to you, but that don't mean it's gonna yeah. happen to everybody. One thing can everybody. happen to you, right. and then the other person, it don't have to happen to them. Everybody, just like you well, said, I think uh, everybody, I everybody's getting facially recognized. Whether you know, what I'm saying, it's no one walking hey, around who they ain't recognizing because they yo let them see my face. Hey, 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 I'm just a man me. on this planet. I'm just a man on this planet. Let them see my face. Hey, hey, Thomas, you said you said something about I am is the problem, right? But see, I look at it and say I am is the solution. Okay. Well, that's good. So, you know, you just have a different outlook on it. What I'm dealing so, with okay, is the okay, so, perspective so, of the I am, the, the God construct created by Akhenaten, the one God construct, the I am that I am. And that's where I'm basing this whole system of that we're under right now coming from those people there. So if so you can see I it differently, it? then you see it differently. You know what I'm saying? Please, Thank please, you very much. Brother, I appreciate please. it. Okay, okay. Brother West, man, look. Brother Thomas, can I please just give my quick analogy? And you know we've done this shit like till 3 o'clock in the morning. What I'm saying when I say that I am, that I am, that I am, that's, I mean, I don't know about the spirit. I never knew. I'm telling y'all, you, Brother Eddie, I think was wrong. It was a couple of, it was like five of us on the phone. Rio was on there. And I was like, I did not know that that was in the Bible. That was how I felt. So I feel personally like I am just a atom. I'm just a, like a cell in a whole body. Like, I might be inside of Kevin Durant in another universe. I'm just one cell. I'm nothing. I'm just like a a, a being. I'm just a cell. You got to be something. Right. If you're a cell. You're lighting me down, man. You're lighting me down. Yeah, I'm just, man. hey, but you know what? I'm Shit, I'm going to be the best cell I can be. And, and I'm not going to try to get mean. a motherfucker can Whoever the host is, I'm not going to try to get him cancer. I'm going to try to be the healthiest cell I can be. And I'll be fucking up all the Excuse my language. I'll be messing up all the time. But you know what? When I say that I am, that I am, that I am, that is what it is, bro. It's not about a religion. It's not about a... Right. It's about a being. Well, it's about me I being... Say, I am. I say. I am. I say what I say is it is what it is. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Like, I don't say Same I am that I am. Yeah. But yeah. what I'm I'm not talking about the the phrase as pro like what what that means metaphysically whatever. I'm talking about that particular time in history where this word came to be. The I am, the one God construct under Akhenaten, yeah. got rid of all the yeah. other gods. Yeah. He created the one God, um, yeah, Island, yeah. and and um, the know, everything that all the history yeah. that came before yeah. it was wiped away. Yeah. And the priesthood. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask. 
No Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Enjoy. Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.